Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Do you enjoy listening to us every week? Want to support us even more? Become a friend of the program. Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast for just four sixty nine. Nice. Nice. A month. You get 20% off all of our merchandise, exclusive giveaways. You could ask us uh, any questions you may have on our Patreon uh, question segment every week. Or just leave us basically a virtual tip in our virtual tip jar. Become a friend of the program again today. That's Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast. Lastly, do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, after doing what Bradley and Bobby just told you to do, head on over to CircleBDieCast.com for all your diecast needs and merchandise, and be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. And one last thing before we get started, we'd like to give a shout-out to the Graphics Coop, Any Racing News, and Danny Eugene Photography for all their support. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pool here, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh. all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 210 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn to my left is bradley saucier and to his left is going to be bobby timmons um we have all sorts of stuff to talk about i feel this week we had a lot of weaponry a lot, lot happened <laughs> uh, a lot of uh probably uh, grinding of gears if you will between the three of us uh, but most importantly, um, it seems as though justice for Fontana Cat has been made. Um, the wheel breaking on Eric Almirola's car. Karma, Karma uh, man. <laughs> hit, hit another fucking cat, you non-racecraft hitting son of a bitch. Did you see that he won the bowling tournament before the uh, the race, though? Oh, yeah, he no. should just go do that full-time. He, he's apparently better at bowling than um He's a terrible NASCAR-ing. race car driver. Um, also terrible at NASCARing, uh, Harrison Burton. Um, yeah, that kid fucking stinks. Like, I, I was telling Dad today at work, and I'm like, because I didn't watch the end of the race. I did this really cool thing where I watched up until 20 to go and decided that that was a good time to tune out. Uh, don't ask me why, but um, why? I was done biking at the gym, and the gym was closing. So, uh, that's like, fair. Yeah, I guess I need to go stretch, and there's no TVs in the stretching area. So, I didn't see the end of the race, and Dad's like, oh, yeah, the 21 spun out in the middle of the straightaway, because my dad had Harvick in a race pool. Uh, naturally a bit upset by the fact that the caution came out and i'm like you know i didn't really think that the wood brothers could go backwards from matt de benedetto but they did yeah matt de benedetto <clears throat> fucking stinks uh, harrison yeah. burton also didn't really do anything before he got into Probably a the car. least amount of success in the j the jgr 20 xfinity car that anyone's had like of all time and uh, then they're just like, here's a here's a cup car. Do even less with it, please. Yeah, um, and then, then spins out in the uh, middle of the straightaway, which um, that is the hardest part of the racetrack to navigate. <laughs> some say, by uh, some I mean no one. Says probably that. probably a solid reason why he switched over from uh, being a Toyota development driver to uh, racing for Ford. Yeah, probably paying to drive that car. But yeah, uh, yeah. not yeah. not to leave what, out. Of what course. is Dex imaging, and why do they continue to pay for him to suck? You I know, you know, know. why why does Menards pay for Brandon Jones to suck? You know, it's save it's, big money at <laughs> Menards. Yeah. Have you ever Menarded before? I've never Menarded um, once when I went to Toledo. 
I I also isn't Brandon Jones's dad like this fucking CEO? I think he like is one of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I Amanda actually loosely watches NASCAR, uh, and she just messaged me like after Harrison Burton spun out. Like we didn't talk about her or anything. She just goes, "Why did Harrison go to Cup so fast?" And I was like, "Because his name's Harrison Burton. Like yeah. that's pretty much the only I mean, reason." That, I, <laughs> I don't mean, know it, that that's a good excuse because you, Jeb didn't just get handed well. The if cup they right. they say talent skips a generation. Jeff wasn't that good either, though. Ward and Jeff were better than Jeb and fucking Harrison. I feel like Jeb's better than Harrison. And Jeb also fucking stinks, though. Well, you get it. Yeah. it the, I didn't say the bar was set very flipped high. on the straightaway <laughs> at Pocono. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Burton went, like, fucking 11 years in the 31 car without a win. Yeah, that was a talent of his career, though. Oh. He was pretty not bad in that 99 car. He Well, I think he's, like, one of only two people ever to lead every single lap of a race. Yeah, that was him that weird. That was that weird year at Loudon where they put restrictor plates on him because people kept dying. And well, yeah, yeah. rest in peace, Kenny Irwin and uh, Adam Petty. Yeah, speaking of dying at Loudon, um, gonna other than going to the fan zone, uh, probably at some point in the uh, near future, probably tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, a uh, good buddy of mine, Scott Dinnan, and myself are gonna try and organize um, finally because. I feel like we've been harassed about it enough. Uh, a nice little iRacing race. Uh, more more details to follow probably at the end of this show. But uh, hop on iRacing if you're uh, listening yeah, what, to this. What were we thinking? Like practice starts at like 730? I'm thinking, well, what would you say? Eight works for you? Typically like to get home from the gym around 730, 8 o'clock. So, yeah. so I th- I'm thinking 8 o'clock. Tuesdays. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a dry run. We are going. I very loosely figured out how to stream Discord to Facebook Live, um, and I have Spencer Morris you, to agree to be the announcer for it. Doof. Is that our Discord channel or his uh, his own? Uh, ours. Are you sure you want us driving that live <laughs> to the public? I, well, it, it's more for the the visual. No, I don't know. I don't. Again, very loosely have figured this out so okay. far. Either way, um, but yeah, either way. Yeah, a lot of people uh, have reached out. Appreciate those of you that have reached out and asked us to do things with uh, with iRacing. racing. We've been kind of working on this for a couple weeks now, silently. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, if I didn't get back to you or I didn't give you a concrete answer, this is why. Like we're trying to better late than never, just yeah. in time for iRacing racing season to be over. We're we're trying to diversify our portfolio, especially for will. next fall when like real racing comes to an end. Yeah. We can actually have something. Um, especially like it'd be cool to have a league that's a a normal every week thing. That's also fun. Yes. Um, a lot of the leagues, including the ones I've ran in my own over the years, they all suck. Uh, everybody bitches and pisses and moans like there's more than forty dollars on the line. I'm in a I'm in a Facebook group for like the main sim racing. They had their Oxford two fifty last week. It took nine hours to run and everybody was butthurt at the end of it. So and I, I actually did watch the, that. To the point where Sean Kimball, who is the league uh the league promoter, uh director, all that, was like, Yeah, I'm probably not doing this anymore, so thanks guys. Thanks for Wh- ruining which it. Which is me, so. which is awesome because he uh he created something pretty cool there. You had a lot of bigger local names i feel in that and they're racing for a thousand dollars to win on a fucking video game uh that was broadcast it was actually pretty pretty well done i will i will give him credit kevin varney uh kind of harassed him a little bit in the comment section there getting him uh riled up a bit and uh he is uh i think voted us to be the announcers for next time <laughs> so um no i think what we're gonna do uh, again scott Dennon, he's been gracious enough to uh put up the races for us uh so thank you scott for that and he's got his own little group of people on discord that do uh do a lot of the i racing stuff they're called pcrl um i believe that stands for poor cunts racing league <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 
Um, he's, he's got a nice little core group of guys that are, are pretty good. It's not usually a fuck show with them. I've been dabbling with those guys. Uh, we're going to have our uh, resident virgins as well, too, like the Reagan parents of the world that are going to be three-tenths faster than everybody so naturally. What are, what are so we thinking? Late model stonks? At it's going to be late. It's going to be all late model stonks, and we're going to do a dry run uh, Tuesday. What is today? The 13th. It's going to be Tuesday the 14th. Uh, we're going to do a nice, just a nice uh, Loudon race because it's, it's going to be big enough if there's any fuck-ups for us to try and figure out what we got to do. And then uh, Scott and I have come up with a little bit of a preliminary schedule that involves a triple crown of sorts. Uh, no points on the line, no buy-in, nothing like that. Just trying to get our, our gaggle together once a week on uh, Tuesday and just make Tuesday uh, BFP night in America for uh, not only listening to the show, but maybe getting to hang out with us on uh, online as well, too, if we can't see you in person. So we got to get Brad his own rig. Yeah, well, see, here's the tough part. I was going to try and get ready for this dry run tomorrow, and uh, we're out of memory on the computer. So got to figure that out uh, pretty soon uh, and then go from there. But, yeah, anybody has any questions, just shoot me or whatever um, a message, and we'll try to answer it in uh, more than a 69% capacity. But moving forward, uh, also going back on the cup race, uh, not to be left out is NASCAR. When the Harrison Burton incident happened, uh, who almost immediately went, straight after hitting the wall through the yellow no different than last week with Almirola who didn't even spin out Correct. yeah I don't even know why it was like a question this week like this was this was a yellow to the like po- last week was like eh, maybe there everyone's like speculating oh there's probably debris all over the track it's like well is there or is there not because you can very clearly see the Harris Burton's car is exploding all over the racetrack right now <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but the, the yellow had come out like Almost instantly, like before he was almost even in the wall. And then, yes, obviously, he the right front tire blows after he goes down on, on the apron there. But I don't know. It seemed a little knee-jerky to me to the point where even Clint Boyer and Danica were like, oh, that was fucking pretty quick. But uh, they seem to like to alter the end of races and fuck Brad's uh, sports betting all up. Oh, no, I'm, I made significantly more money yesterday because no. of that yellow. Easy um, come, easy go. But, uh, yeah, no, I at first, like – but I don't know. I didn't want to see a yellow because I kind of wanted Harvick to win that race. That'd be a cool storyline going back into Phoenix, his last race of the year, uh, or his last year, uh, going into the last race of the year for the championship if he was able to get it to the Final Four. But, um, no, I mean, I just assumed that there was going to be a yellow because that's kind of what NASCAR has become. But, like, this was this warranted a caution way more than last week. Uh, I mean, Harrison Burton's, like, completely sideways, like, smoke pouring off the fucking car and right on the front chute. And there's nowhere to go on the – was it on the front chute or the back chute? It was, like, it was just the before chute. the dog leg, I think. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. but this is me speculating opinions without watching. I thought it was on the back stretch. There's nowhere to go on the back stretch, so I can see that. But the front stretch, yeah. yeah there's, it was, there's it was like, right at the start-finish line, and he was sideways, and he was rolling back up the track. Like, he was very much in the racing group. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, I mean, they threw the yellow, and honestly – Yesterday was the first time um, this year that I really sat down and watched, like, completely tuned into a race. And um, as a uh, as a big Fox stan my whole life, a big Mike Joy stan my whole life, um, I would like to say that Fox coverage fucking stinks. Officially, I, I think it's. I think a lot of that's Danica. Officially, well, uh, yeah, Danica sucks. She is kind of a wet sock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can only imagine uh, that's what Ricky Stenhouse says too, but. Uh, I don't know. She and just Aaron Rodgers. She yeah, you get it. New quarterback uh, of the New York Jets and her ex husband. No, um, I don't, I don't but, mind. I don't mind Clint is like that much. But I, I thought Clint was really good. Like his first year, you know, first couple years. I get like this year. Uh, I was watching like a little video montage because Twitter absolutely hates Clint and hates uh, Mike Joy in the booth. And 
like watching uh, basically Dale Jr. versus Clint Boyer, like calling Rex. I mean, Dale Jr. gets all in, like, that oh, was a crash! And Clint Boyer's like, oh, he got hooked head onto the wall. Literally, that's what he said when Kyle Larson got hooked head onto the wall in the Daytona 500. I mean, you're on the last lap of the Daytona 500. Kyle Larson gets clipped by Travis Pastrana, who's getting pushed by who other than Cat uh, Keller, Eric Almarola, and just goes head onto the wall. And Clint literally goes, oh, he got hooked there. Oh, he's into the wall. It's like, what? Like, dude, this is the biggest race of the year. Like, show a little bit of fucking excitement. But um, I don't know. I like, like, Mike Joy is, like, I feel like the voice of childhood for me. And I very he's much enjoyed him. one of the last enjoyed, OGs, I feel. I very yeah, much enjoyed him and Daryl. We were raised on yeah. him, Larry Mack, and DW. Yeah. Fucking boogity, boogity, boogity. Like, that sucked, <laughs> but that was better than the garbage that's out there. I wish that Larry Mack had more of a full-time, like, in-the-booth role. Because his <laughs> another, voice uh, just, Another win for William. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Back-to-back Byron, they're calling him, I believe. Uh, Luckiest son of a bitch in NASCAR, I know. Wearer of big hats, if you will. Should have won zero, has won two. Correct. Yeah, correct. Backing into wins, Also taking that rain over from Alex. Also a weird stat that I don't know why I know this, but in the entire history of NASCAR, uh, the number 24 prior to William Byron only had 93 wins in the entire history of the the number and the sport. Due Jeff, to the fact Jeff that Gordon getting all of them. Jeff Gordon got 93. Um, I believe yesterday was Byron's sixth win, which would put the number 24 at 99 uh, forever um, until he gets the next one at 100, which is an interesting stat where uh, my condition's hanging out, but you get it. Yeah, yeah. No, it was... Uh, all and that car all, was supposed to be 46. <laughs> originally, yes. The uh, That was interesting. I didn't even know that, but... Um, yeah, it was, supposed to be, oh. it was supposed to be after like the whole Days of Thunder deal, but apparently Paramount had the rights to the 46 or some bullshit like that. And, yeah, like there is yeah. photo evidence of like Illumina with the rainbow DuPont paint scheme with a 46 on it, and then yes. they're just like, oh, peel that yep. off. You can't have that. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Interesting. All in all, though, uh, I feel like it was a pretty uh, solid weekend of racing watching uh, on the television. I mean, Phoenix, Phoenix is what it is. I feel like we were promised the bill of goods that didn't. Serve. Every year, I feel like Phoenix is like, oh, this is the one. Yeah. And it's never. I, yeah, I feel like it was better than what they have had, though. Um, I mean, you had commerce and goers, which, you know. Hold the goers. It, you get it. But you. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you had people. Uh, you had the field shuffling up a little bit more than usual, I feel. Uh, I feel like the, the Harvick pass, you know, with like 40 to go on. Uh, the five car there that was unexpected uh it was good to see even though uh, larson kind of fucked up there uh and then uh, naturally nascar has to make it a uh, like brad said on the couch racer twitter there that it's a wwe finish which was un- unfortunate to watch and almost that predictable shit, at this point but. shit's been going on forever though like this is nothing new you know they're they may not say this but they're probably trained to be like hey when it gets down to the end of it anything that may look like a caution right pull the trigger yeah, especially yeah. when you have a race that was so boring. Um, Got to try to get a couple eye. extra clicks on Jeff Gluck's pole. Is that what you said? Yeah, is that was all your line was. Yeah, from your parents' basement. Yeah, they uh, fuck that guy. I don't know. The it, it they used to do phantom debris cautions. At least now they have full cars as uh, the debris cautions. Yeah, and, but, and they disguise those as stage breaks. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, all in all, uh, the Cup race was what it was. Uh, the Xfinity race wasn't much better, I guess. Uh, it was it was kind of. I guess it was a little bit better to watch. The Xfinity race typically does put on a better product, but going all the way back to um, to Saturday during the day, actually, it was nice to uh, 
turn on Flow Racing, be able to watch some Cars Tour action. So I uh, was able to watch the uh, Pro Late Models down at uh, Southern National where Mike Hopkins absolutely dick-stomped him. That is the uh, first uh, official uh, BFP dick-stomp of the year, I think. I don't think I've brought that award back yet this year. And uh, Mike stomped them yes. into the ground. Yeah, correct. With his penis. Well, well or did maybe, he beat, did maybe he beat Gary, their penis? Maybe Gary Crook's race car, but whatever you say. Yeah, but, he. I mean, so he started like sixth or seventh or whatever and just going up like through the field you had katie hedinger a couple other names some decent names wasn't Um, wasn't a field full of scrums no yeah and there was obviously some fast race cars are going to be he qualified sixth or seventh so um but pretty early on he was picking his way up through and got his way to the lead and just it was no looking back at all uh brian kruzek was down there as well finished second uh he was he was pretty quick um he was kind of the only one that was even able to hang with mike through turns one and two after a restart but uh just there were, i mean no one was gonna be able to pass him especially on the top so uh congrats to mike former sponsor of the show friend of the program and uh yeah that's definitely the first bfp dick stomp of the year brian uh brian and car owner bobby weber both former guests of the program correct correct yes um so yeah that's that really kicked off the weekend of racing that uh, i was tuned into uh, then obviously watched the xfinity series race um which was just kind of dominated by sammy smith um other than the fact that i had him to finish in the top three in my bets that was kind of a snoozer but uh later on in the night asa the uh stars national tour this off is where it season. starts to go hairy i fell asleep uh, with yeah. my cell phone in my hand and missed the <laughs> ending yeah i also i just i, I made a, an executive decision to just go to bed with like 80 something to go i mean there was a yellow and then there was like a yellow and then there was a yellow and i was like i'm just not i'm not doing this it was very yeah they just they were crashing like every seven laps which this was being billed as like the savior of super late model racing. Like this is the greatest series in the history of super late models. Everyone else is doing it wrong. They're going to do it right. ASA, they're bringing back the old name. This might as well be NASCAR light. And it was as much or bigger of a fucking fuck show as anything I've ever seen. I haven't seen any of the, uh, the video yet of what happened between uh, Roderick and Bubba Pollard, but Apparently it was pretty egregious. I missed that because that was probably the portion of the time that I fell asleep with my phone in my hand. Um, didn't feel like rigging up Facebook on my TV. I was like, I'll just watch it on my phone. There's only a handful of laps left and still managed to fall asleep. But apparently, apparently, apparently. <laughs> uh, the caution came out and Roderick wrecked Bubba Pollard. Uh, after the caution. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess, I mean, maybe that is what happened. I, so basically, I fell asleep, woke up uh, late sa- uh, Sunday morning, I guess, and just uh, turned on the uh, the highlights on um, Racing America and just watched basically what happened. And I didn't didn't pick up on the fact that the caution was out, but I was also like two seconds uh, removed from being dead asleep. So um, kind of just watched that, saw what everyone was pissed off about. Obviously, Casey Roderick goes and wins the race. Um but, yeah, I mean, they just kept wrecking. And the biggest thing for me right off the start was that it was billed as, like, an 8 o'clock start, and they weren't even green at, like, quarter of 9. Southern time. Yeah, so I don't know what, what that did, was all about. Are, the, are these racetracks this oblivious to the fact that people make fun of them for this stuff? Yes. I, I mean, I guess they must be. Like, yeah. are, we, are, are we just – maybe we're just being smug northerners and it falls on deaf ears, but, like, what, what are we doing? Why is everything taking so long? They threw I, a red flag. To get a car off the front stretch on a flatbed. Yeah, they're... they're and uh, to proceeded to take 20 minutes to winch this fucking thing onto a flatbed they're about, and get it off the racetrack. I think it was Derek Krause. Yeah, they're, they're about like 10 miles into uh, central time in Pensacola. 
And an eight o'clock Eastern stuff. start is is you're basically on the Eastern Seaboard. You're just an hour behind. An eight o'clock start Eastern time is pretty fucking late for a wide variety of your or a wide margin of your demographic. Most people are watching from somewhere in the Eastern time zone, I would assume. And yeah, I mean, like they they went green. Probably, I would I would bet on a little bit north of uh, eight forty five Eastern time, and just. I mean, it was just so late that I was like, I'm just going to bed. I have no interest in watching this next 100 laps. They keep wrecking. Um, it's just a mess, and I'll just watch the highlights in the morning, and obviously that's what I did. But, yeah, Casey Roderick gets into the back of Bubba Pollard, wrecks him, and half the field, and uh, goes on to win the race because no. there was no one else left. Now, again, I haven't seen any video, but from what I c- maybe can put six and nine together, maybe yellow comes out, spotter says, hey, yellow's out, Bubba Pollard checks up, Roderick comes off of four, fucking you know, foot in the carburetor gets into the back of him because he did say he's like yeah i got a big run off of four didn't mean to clean him out obviously did now i like a casey roderick and i like a bubba pollard i don't know that i would want to get in a fist fight with bubba pollard though no i and and again i watched the highlights and it didn't i don't know where the yellow would have been out or what it was for but the yellow i am pretty certain was just for bubba pollard getting spun interesting um i haven't gone back and watched watched it but i think casey just got a good run off the corner and just got into the back of him and spun him out and one thing that really doesn't make any sense is the fact that um a couple years ago we were down there for the snowflake same style race cars and just i mean bubba gets turned by nasty nasty gets dq'd clearly cleans out Bubba like a different officiating group than like all together like same property as the derby that was the only commonality because I don't ever recall any snowball derby being a fucking southern time fuck show no No, it's usually uh, pretty on the ball uh, throughout the entire weekend yeah uh, yeah. Uh, can you think of any other news? That, oh, there was that Cuzzo. The well, we we might Monday, as well but... we might as well just get into uh, a couple of questions here on Patreon that, that don't really have any uh don't pertain to Max McLaughlin or uh, uh Alex Brown. But why? So, what, are, what are they doing? Uh, they'll they'll be uh, on the show in a little bit here. But oh, um. So let's just start off with Rich Keeter. Uh, hypothetically, if the fire extinguisher got the nozzle knocked off when it went. <laughs> When our buddy Boris tossed it at the other buddy and then went firing back at him, would it, that have made him the Waponanon of the Millennium nominee? Uh, that uh, Waponanon is... Uh, I, I, I have said this since the moment I saw the video, but what a lost opportunity to not just grab the fire extinguisher and squirt it into the open window instead of throwing the fire extinguisher. Yeah, itself. like you... you uh, You're going to fuck up so much more stuff if you have fire extinguisher just, dust going through that car. I'll just claim him because I claimed him in the group chat earlier. My weapon of the week. Sports Yerkovic. Um, never really see the guy do anything impressive in a race car other than spend lots of money to accomplish nothing. Um, saw him drive into a parked car once and break his feet, or maybe he got driven into as a parked car. I don't know. Cleared himself also, well over Derek Griffith. I was gonna say also yeah, like top, yeah, exactly. top yeah. five biggest hit we've seen ever yeah. was at the Derby. Yeah, yeah. The, all I know him for is having the best of everything and then getting injured once in a race car. So his racing career probably hasn't. It's probably been better than I remember. But either way, you. I love the thought process. You know, I've been the one that sat on the show and said that I was headed across the infield to rip a guy's plug wires off. You got to think about shit like that. Like that's got to be calculated. That's got to be in your brain that you know. Like I'm gonna fuck a fire extinguish this motherfucker. And he walks over to the safety truck. Bold move by the safety officials by leaving their safety truck completely unattended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unhooks a fucking huge fire bottle from the truck and then fires it at the guy that wrecked him. Uh, I believe it was a Billy Van Meter. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. 
Billy Fuckface, if you will. Awesome idea. Piss poor execution. If you're going to use the fire extinguisher, use the fire extinguisher. Like, if it were me, you, 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 you're, uh, you're, 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 you're looking to be Kevin Ward 2.0 here by doing this shit regardless, but maybe try to get the guy to stop. Maybe get his attention to stop, and then, like Charlie said, fill that fucking thing with fire <laughs> extinguishing foam. <laughs> Just annihilate this guy, but instead you throw it at his door. Billy Van Meter crashed eight more times before the race was over. He don't even know which dent on his race car came from that fire bottle. You just look like a jackass. Probably going to get suspended from the racetrack, if not, but from the series, too, because fire extinguishers are fucking expensive, and uh, I'm sure the safety crew that either paid for those or that the series paid to be there is uh, they're probably not too thrilled about that. No, no. Yeah. That was I, just, a, I mean, you're going to get in trouble and get kicked out anyway. You might as well just fucking fire the thing inside. Just yeah, go th- go get the one out of your trailer and, yeah. and get him after the race. Take the one out of your car. Yeah, right. <laughs> have, uh, have you ever, So, like, especially if you're trying to get the guy's attention, have you ever been around a fire extinguisher when they go off? You can't breathe. I have. You can't see. <laughs> that's, that's the perfect thing to do. A family friend who had somebody climb into his race car after the races uh, as he was coming down pit road and he pulled his own fire extinguisher <laughs> and quickly, no pun intended, extinguished that problem. Nice. Yeah. See, that makes, it makes a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to leave a couple of these for when we uh, finally have uh, Max and, I guess, Alex on. But uh, let's go with uh, Angel Waragai, Waragi. You're, um, you're that guy. You're, yeah. <laughs> with Jiragai. With maximum levels of weaponry displayed across the lands of race sports. Should Short race, track racing's back, baby. Should <laughs> racetracks draw the line and say if you fight off the track, automatically all involved get locked up? No. no. Seems like um, the, the dirt track people, uh, shit, their mug shots and their fucking booking information was on the internet within hours. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say when when uh, Adam Lovejoy and I got in a fight on the front stretch at Beach Ridge, um, we both got fines and we both had to start tail the next week. That was from, at the time, the owner of the racetrack. Well, when I go in to have that conversation and pay my fine at the front office, the owner's brother was also there. His name is Glenn. We like Glenn. Glenn said that he had an uh, a opportunity to have a conversation with his brother about what they were going to do with us. And he said if it was up to him, instead of fining me, he would have given me 5% of the company. Because <laughs> if you're going to fight at the racetrack, do it on the front stretch in front of everybody. Um, it's otherwise, tough. get the fuck out of here. It's tough because these tracks will set a precedence <laughs> that we can't have fights. We don't want fights. We don't want you fighting. But then they'll turn around and use all the footage in promo videos to hype up their own races the next week. Correct. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Obviously, we're we're two days removed. There was two instances. Um, I tweeted both of them out on our Twitter account. Apparently, some people didn't understand my joke. Um, Egotistical white people sports, part one, part two. You you Um, can't just take our weapons of the week, Bob. Well, I'm just going to talk about the videos. (laughs) Like, I haven't taken anybody's. None of us have even brought up a weapon other than me. Yeah, no, I have, I have, but there I'm was, just waiting to read Mason's because he just went through every weapon that weapon this week. <laughs> so there was, so short story long, there was two fights anyway. Now, if ASA and uh, insert Hillbilly Hillrod dirt track name here uses the videos from these fights to promote their series um, you know, or, or makes content of it, why is my microphone falling off the fucking stand? So I think you're using bottle caps as a yeah. spacer there, Bob. Um, so, anyways, if the series uses those fight videos as promotional tools, then the drivers should not be fined or suspended. But uh, two of them got arrested. So, 
Yeah, uh, Mason Dunn's question uh, just goes down through pretty much everyone that was a weapon this week. Uh, weapon of the Week nominees, uh, right-handed pitcher Boris Yerkovic of the Pensacola Volunteer Fire Department <laughs> at Five Flags. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Findlay uh, in his brake pedal slash stiff rear bumper at Southern National. Uh, Ashton Winger and G.R. Smith at Southern Raceway for keeping the local sheriffs busy. So that that one's mine. I know Charlie's is uh, going to be here shortly. Um, Ashton Winger and G.R. Smith at Southern Raceway. Um, I, I'm sure everyone has seen the videos now. Most people have seen the fight. Is that because of the late model that just destroyed his own car? If you haven't looked it up, apparently Ashton Winger used to drive for G.R. Smith. And G.R. Smith, Ashton throws a slider, which is you'd see... 112 times in any dirt race ever and gr smith didn't like it so he bombs the thing down into turn one tries to wreck ashton winger misses him spins himself out gets pissed that he did that drives under yellow into the back of ashton destroys his shit his own car spins ashton around ashton just turns back around and goes and gets his spot back and then gr smith proceeds to hit him again and then hit him again and then hit him again into now ashton's car is kind of it's pretty destroyed but gr smith's car is way more destroyed and then that carried over into the, the the pits where there was a fight both of them taken out in cuffs um and i don't know i mean i, I i've only seen one mugshot floating around the internet and it may or may not be the person that paid for our ihop tab uh in daytona and i haven't seen gr smith's so i don't know what the fuck happened there how one side was uh was booked and the other one wasn't but uh, the whole racing incident on the racetrack was gr smith's fault um and then it just carried over into the pits where i guess uh, ashton and uh his family members got the shit into the stick but that was uh that was what happened at southern raceway and then the next one is uh hickory race control for their steel trap memory of what is mentioned <laughs> at which drivers meetings that Charlie? would be uh, that would be my weapon of the week is the entire hickory motor speedway I guess front office slash officiating crew slash whatever, whoever fucking, in my words, uh, made the what in the I fuck my sister kind of decision is this. They must be so happy that Pass is renting the racetrack this weekend. (laughs) So there's a lot of debate going on right now that I've seen that twin races is killing short track racing for the drivers who have to go and partake and do it. One, <coughs> you got to pay to get there and run two races. That's expensive as it is, right? Two, the racing product itself is going to suffer typically in the first race because everybody knows that they have to make it to the second race. Well, I think it was lap what half or taking the green or the lap two or something fucking foolish like that. Yeah, windshield deep and only fans were to- uh, stove up. <laughs> Everybody bails into turn one, and they wrecked 117 cars, right? The On lap half of a twin header race event. So they junked a couple cars to the point where a couple of them were not going to be able to finish the first race. They go ahead and finish the first race, and then proceed to tell these people that, one, are already at a disadvantage because they destroyed their cars in the first race, that they are either, A, not allowed to even participate in the second race or b have to start last float around and back not advance your position and take last place points because 
I guess enough people bitched that those cars didn't have enough laps on their tires and they were going to go out and dominate the second race. Which is a very legitimate concern at a track like Hickory that's very hard on tires. Um, One of the options that the steel trap forgot was you can go, you can put scuffs on or you can pick tires out of the trash. Those options were never presented to Doug Barnes or Landon Huffman. Right. Mind you, Landon Huffman, I believe, won the weekly series championship there Correct. last year. And Doug Barnes, who uh, has a following, has a YouTube channel, may also star in some OnlyFans <laughs> videos, um, got quite a following and made it known that he's going to race for a national championship weekly at Hickory. Um, Which is now, I assume, pretty much dashed. And uh, Doug won the first two races on opening night. Um, obviously now, like you said, chances aren't doing, aren't, uh, aren't very good. So you may have just cost yourself a car or two every week in a division that um, has 18, maybe on a good I night. Just, I just don't understand the thought process. Cause like, obviously this was, an, it's the fact that racetracks won't just fucking admit that they're wrong, but yes, but they the, can't be a thousand percent that, but also and it goes on everywhere. And, and I'm fucking heated. <laughs> and I, I also on this all day. understand this. It was what? Twin 25s or, or twin twin, whatever 40s. I think. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Twin 40s. Yeah. Right? Twin 40s. So now I, my, I'm going to insert my opinion, which I'm sure Scott Tapley would tell me exactly why I'm wrong. And that's okay. <laughs> but if it's a twin race event and you know, you have to run X amount of laps. Now, the only reason I am even bringing this up is because I had to do this myself at Beechridge Motor Speedway. If you, you, again, unprecedented, you're not prepared for it. It is what it is. But when you have that many cars that wreck on lap one and you have that many people bitching about it, it's up to the racetrack to protect the racers from themselves. I've said that since day one. All these people who are begging for rules, changes, and this, that, the other thing. That's only going to cost them money. You need to protect us from ourselves because we're only out for our own best interest. Well, you now have a handful of people who are upset that a handful of cars have less laps on their tires. I understand the argument. However, they are out for their own best interest. Now, if I am a racetrack and a racetrack owner and promoter, I want to have a good product. So, A, you need cars to do that. So to simply say you cannot run is foolish. That that doesn't even make sense without providing an alternative option that isn't just running in last for last place points. I understand there's also time restraints, but apparently that doesn't really matter south of the Mason-Dixon line. Regardless, no, if they were, were if they were so worried about time restraints, they wouldn't start 45 minutes uh, 45 minutes behind schedule every week. They also wouldn't be doing twin races. So, anyway, have these guys go out and you have an average lap time of that race. Go out, put laps on the tires. Nobody wants to watch it, but you already put everybody in that situation by presenting this as the race event itself. I'd rather watch uh, 20 minutes of them scuffing tires and then getting a chance to see them race in the second race Correct. versus not having three more cars in the race. Correct. So now not only have you eliminated cars from your race, you've eliminated weekly guys showing up for the remainder of the season who are now going to take their business elsewhere because despite what anybody thinks, racers are customers to racetracks. That's how it works. That's and It's a business. Two guys in the field who have huge internet followings. Correct. That are only going to promote you. You could have taken 20 fucking minutes to have them put 30 whatever laps on their tires, been done with it, make sure that they run an average lap time, you've eliminated all the problems, and then moving forward, maybe we don't run twin 40s. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be coming from the back with fucking... 
dinged up race cars regardless. The cars were so, fucking destroyed um, regardless. <laughs> right. I, yeah, maybe. But uh, chances are the fresh tires probably weren't going to help them. Correct. If they were, eh, you might have had some passing in a race for once. Yeah, yeah. yeah you might. Uh, you might have to reconsider if you're you're bitching about cars coming from dead last with destroyed race cars that they're gonna. Be, if you're sad, they're gonna beat you, or you're worried that they're gonna beat you. Maybe just. Uh, I don't know. Look at maybe go home and work on look your at yourself car. in the mirror. Yeah, and, just... and I, I get the racetrack. I get their standpoint. Tire games have been going on forever. You think back to when Beatridge used to have mm-hmm. a three zero three zero tire rule. So in a three week, you go out, run five laps, park it, it go out, start pulling next week, and fucking blister. A lot of guys that were very very low in the points would win on the zero tire nights on a regular basis. Were so. they yellow by chance? Uh, one of them was a white um, <laughs> car sponsored by AAA. Uh, the number was in between negative infinity and one. Um, <laughs> may have won an Oxford 250. No, he didn't. His kid won a 250. Anyway, um, that's that's either here nor there. The tire <laughs> games have been going on forever. Oxford, you know, they have rules in place for when a guy shows up midway through the year and has four new tires that they got to put laps. Like, there's there's so much easier ways to combat it than to just be like, now nah, you can't race. Yeah, and now, not, now because you've done this and made this f- fucking stupid call... All you have out of that is negative publicity about how fucking stupid you are. Yeah, like I said, that's it. Hickory has to be so thankful that they are not in charge of the racing going on this weekend. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Uh, Adam Jocelyn tagged us in uh, a tweet from uh, Brett Suggs, who I believe was a competitor this past weekend there, uh, or at least has been in the past. Uh, heard the cemetery next to Hickory just paused the funeral service because the track was digging their own grave, <laughs> <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Cemetery just got a whole lot bigger. And then uh, Moonhead, our one of our buddies there, uh, tweeted. Uh, if you or a loved one has attended a driver's meeting at Hickory Motor Speedway between the years of 1951 <laughs> and 2023, please contact me trying to make sure I have all my ducks in a row ahead of my first start this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's their claim to fame is that, you know, they said it at a driver's meeting once before. So it and, and again, I also understand that there's shit that I say in a driver's meeting that sometimes I forget and I don't con- I don't cover every week. And that happens. But this apparently had never been stated in a driver's meeting according to anyone it's not written down anywhere and to the point where even a couple officials were like bah, we don't know what the rule is i guess yeah, it, it, yeah. maybe there isn't a rule and that that's okay but the what the i'm not saying that i know the correct answer but i know damn well that theirs was wrong they, uh, the Facebook comment section certainly wasn't going how they anticipated when they posted their side of the story today. But it's also like... Yeah, yeah, if you have to go and delete comments on your Facebook page, you're probably in the wrong and you probably know it. But, I mean, they're holding they're holding their stance. So It's, it's more wild that they wrote that press release, looked at it, edited it. Probably more than one person said, yeah, that looks okay. Ship it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not realizing that they were just going to get absolutely fucking roasted. Tough. Yeah, the uh, the last uh, little weapon of the week nominee from Mason Dunn was a uh, Harrison Burton for a supporting role in Willie B's win. Uh, and then the last question that kind of this is the official podcast of Harrison Burton sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he just stinks. Uh, our buddy Slim uh, said, uh, "Now that sports betting is live in Massachusetts, when will there be an option to bet when the mandatory caution with twenty laps to go in cup races <laughs> comes out?" Oh, yeah. it went, bet just, for when. just bet the over yeah. every week because <laughs> yeah. it's coming. Yeah, just I don't know. 
What is it? Three. That's why the cat was there. It just got too free too early at Fontana. (laughs) They're like, oh fuck, we let it out too early. (laughs) Uh, We needed to let him out with twenty to go. Not poor. That poor cat. What has it been? Three out of the four races so far this year have gone over the scheduled or the advertised distance or some shit like that. Daytona, you expect it because that's just a fuster cluck and a half every time. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But we do have a sponsor this week too for uh, weapon of the week. Uh, Big shout out to Corey Roussel and Roussel Motorsports. Uh, Fittingly enough, this is episode 210, and this is going to be the number 10 team. Uh, Son of former pro series driver at the uh, Beechridge Motor Speedway, Jackie Roussel. We've seen Corey uh, race the Bang Bangers throughout Oxford and Beechridge in that orange and green and yellow number 10 car with uh, the tuna fish on the side representing his grandfather, Charlie Tuna. And uh, keep an eye out for his kid, Beckham, in the go-kart series this year uh, throughout wherever they're going to run, I think Richmond. But I uh, believe that he might have sponsored Grinds My Gears, but we will get to that after you get it, Max McLaughlin. All right, so as we just alluded to here, we have uh, a, a couple a couple of people on the other end of the Zoom call here. We've got uh, uh, the a returning guest, Max McLaughlin himself, uh, who uh, fresh off of Speed Weeks has uh, carried on throughout some more dirt racing since then. And uh, I don't know what to call you, Alex. What are you, a sidekick? His, his personal handler? What what what's your uh, what's your title? I'm I think it's more like assistant now. Assistant to the yeah. assistant to the regional manager yeah yeah perfect so so fuck max we don't care about him what what is it that you do to to help max get through through his day-to-day process because he is very much one of us i feel and getting up and going to bed and everything in between is kind of hard for him so how do you help him out throughout that process well i think trying to keep him in line is the biggest thing that's the hardest job (laughs) on top of doing his social media i think keeping him you know well maintained is well-maintained. What is that for? <laughs> Shut up, Max. No, you have your moments. Everyone has their moments, but thankfully Madison's in the picture now, so she alleviates some of the stress. I, I just cannot take this conversation seriously. Oh, with, with, so <laughs> with you, so fucking stupid. <laughs> with you explaining what you do to help Max and me just look over to yeah. the, the screen and seeing Max stuffing his face with checks mixed driving down the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Max is doing 80 with checks mix in his hands and uh, a nice, nice set of golf clubs that are for sure going to go through the windshield if he hits anything. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, Ma- Max is a lot. Uh, Max, how how much does that Alex actually help you here through through what what you need to need to get done? Answer oh. wisely. Let him finish his fucking big gulp. <laughs> yeah, she does great on the social media and everything. She she she's a big help for sure, keeping me in line. Fun no. really. That's not. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> so, so definitely helped. So, how did you guys? How did you guys get stuck with each other? I don't really know. I think like we went to the track one time, and he was like, "Hey, can you help me update like my social media?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Like once in a lifetime, you know, whatever. Oh yeah, I gave her my uh, my Facebook login. I was like, "Hey, can you just like post some updates throughout the night?" And. She never stopped posting updates throughout the nights. So now it's worked in the, it's like two and a half years. It's been a while. Uh, pretty wild. But now uh, half the time when I'm not at a, you know, just like PRI, I got about 90 phone calls of uh, people asking, um, you know, yo, Alex, where's Max? Where's Max? All the time. Strickler is a very often caller uh, for sure. There's definitely uh, those people that, uh, definitely taken 
you know, to see Alex and just, uh, you know, figure that we're both going to be together. So it's pretty funny. If people see me, usually they're like, hey, hi, you know, where's Max? They get right to the point. Where's Max? I'm like, yeah, he's not here. Fair enough. He's at IHOP. <laughs> he's at IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm bummed I missed out on IHOP this year because if it was anything like last year, it was probably a fuck show. You were just being the grown up. I'm sorry. Somebody's got to do it at some point. Uh, well, I, I, had to, I had to take a break for a sec. We'll be back. Don't worry. We'll just have a backpack with a baby in it this time. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> Comeback season. The the biggest uh, the biggest thing for my hop this year was instead of uh, just going uh, horizontal with the uh, with the lights, uh, one one party tried to go vertical and about threw the thing through the window. And I'm not 100 percent sure that we knew who that kid was. Did 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 we? I don't I don't remember. Completely yeah. honest, I did remember it smoking the window. But I, oh wait, no, that was Nino. That was my buddy from high school. Oh, I had no idea yeah, who that kid no. was. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. I, I, I know, I do know who he is. He's my buddy. Uh, for my, he plays baseball in uh, I don't know where he plays. Somewhere in Florida. He's a pretty real good baseball player. So he has never seen a race before. Came to Volusia and he got to experience the full um, effect of everything you know that goes on there and IHOP. So um, definitely, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's pretty cool to. For him to think that we do that every week, I guess. <laughs> was uh, was every race is definitely not like speed weeks. Was uh, Junior or whatever his name down there chasing seagulls again? No, dude, Junior didn't make the haul this year. He was behind with work or whatever, but he was supposed to, and they just never showed up. So it's fucked up. It's about typical Junior. Typical Junior, you know, either like says he's gonna show up, doesn't show up, or he just shows up. <laughs> like last, last year, he just showed up. It's like, oh, hey, there's Junior. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Like, cause he doesn't, you know, he he doesn't say a whole lot. Like, he'll just. Well, I've been like playing Xbox before at my house, and then I like take my headset off, turn around, he's just sitting there. <laughs> like, you didn't think like say hello when you walk or anything. Like, it's the scariest thing that could possibly happen. You just turn around, and Junior's just sitting there staring at you. Yeah, like, well, I mean, <laughs> he he certainly has a career as an NFL quarterback in his future for how good of a right arm he has as well, too. But uh. Uh, <laughs> it, just got lost, it just got lost in translation but Bobby essentially just said he couldn't make it down because he was working on getting his GED finally finishing high school <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that is more believable than work for sure juniors are awesome one of a kind so again I, I unfortunately had to miss the trip but uh, you got yourself another gator down in Florida so talk to us about how speed weeks went for you and uh, what you've been up to since yeah, I mean, we haven't we got rained out last weekend, uh, so that was a bummer. That was gonna be my next race. I, re- I haven't raced since Florida, um, but yeah, we were able to win down there again, win the opener this year, which was really cool. And, uh, it's my third year in a row winning a race down there, so that's uh, you know, it's definitely hard to do. As something as a kid, I grew up wanting a, a Gator Trophy, and um, now I'm making a little Gator farm, I guess. So wanted the big one that just came up a couple points short for the second year in a row, so. Uh, that stings a little bit, but I think we got a really good race car for the rest of the year. So pretty pumped about that for sure. And, and Alex, uh, you, you've been, you've been busy otherwise too, probably. Right. So what have you been up to since speed weeks? I mean, we have a lot of trade shows up here. So doing the VP modeling has taken up my schedule a lot more than I expected. So were you at, what was it? PRI you were at or something? No, just the local ones. We, we did the, oh, she was at PRI. I was she at was PRI, at PRI, but I didn't, I wasn't modeling at the time. Oh, so, sorry to bother you. 
tell us why uh tell us why vp is better than sunoco because we all race and we all run sunoco up here why is vp better i mean i don't know i the the amount of times people ask me that question i'm just like i don't know just it is just just tell them that that shit is bought sold and traded a hundred times on the same ship before it goes into a certain barrel and it's all the fucking same i think you need to have a better uh answer for that alex yeah, that was terrible. I'm never buying yeah, VP. Yeah, of course. I don't know. <laughs> Why should I buy VP? I don't know. It's better. Because <laughs> I get to wear the jumpsuit. Yeah. Jack later wore the jumpsuit too. Oh my gosh. There's no uh there is no cute girls running around with Sunoco jumpsuits on, so maybe start using that as your sales pitch. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I'll just show them my modeling pictures and then they'll just start buying it. Jack, hey, Jack Lander, you guys know Lander, don't you? Yeah, he's part of the Last Supper. <laughs> yeah, part of the Last Supper, exactly. He, uh, he heard what, uh, you know, the models get paid right around him, and he put that suit on. He was ready to go. <laughs> you should have seen it. It was quite the sight. Quite the sight for the, the six-foot-four ginger ninja. Wait, wait, wait. When's the, when's the next time you're doing a modeling gig for VP? Me? Not anytime soon. I have nothing planned. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they just talked to us at the show, and apparently now they're making it mandatory. We go to all the super dirt car races. So, well, good thing you're probably going to be there already, anyway. But yeah, that's what's coming. Um, I I say the next time she does a show, we all just show up in our own VP Please onesies and and Please share. Oh no, it's going to happen. We're going to have to do that. I agree. I mean, I can't <laughs> agree more, Bert. Mac, I'm I'm, I'm down if Max is down. I'm always. I mean, <laughs> you want me to show up in that too? Uh, yeah, of course. I'll bring a foam finger and and I'll I'll wear a onesie with you, and we'll just cheer around. <laughs> Redraw the VP onesie. <laughs> I better get something for that. I, I think I think we can make that happen. But uh, also, you've had some big news coming out too. It like, looks like you're going to be back in a Nasfinity car or in one or, or doing some cool yeah. shit. Talk to yeah. us about that. A lot of stuff in the works, but you know, call up Fern. He's starting up uh, the new team at FRS, and uh, you know, pick me to drive it. So, and I'm pretty excited about it. Never uh, either ran an Xfinity car before, so um, it's definitely something I'm looking forward to doing. And at a place that uh, you know, I got my first win at Watkins Glen, so definitely a place that's special to to me and my family. So, um, you know, I'd be excited to go make my Xfinity debut there, and then you know, see what's uh, you know next. And we got a couple other things in the works. So. Um, Doing a little more asphalt racing than I expected to this year. Um, you know, than expected to at all. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited about it. We're running Gary Putnam's Modified this weekend at that Smart Tour race. That's why we're driving North Carolina right now. Um, so we're going to run about 10 to 12 shows of Gary's uh, car this year. That's what's planned. So, um, you know, definitely that a lot more. And uh, I think we're planning on going to the Sizzler, too. So I'm excited uh, to finally get to run that race. For uh, for a couple people that typically don't get to a lot of dirt races uh, at a track not named Volusia, that's uh, it's good to hear that you're going to be running some uh, asphalt shit so that we can come watch the race. <laughs> yeah, at <laughs> a track not called Volusia, you guys got to make it to at least Dirt Week this year or something. True. It's tough when uh, I'm pretty sure Dirt Week is always the same week as uh, the Thompson World Series, so we always end up there. You know, it's just a it's a lot closer to home, but it, it one of these years we'll uh, we'll make it down to something like that. I mean, there's plenty of races. I'll send you my schedule after. We'll see what we can make something work. I mean, we got extra room. We can all get tents. We'll get like a portable outdoor shower. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that'll be real, real, real good for a baby. I, uh, I'll make I'll make it work. I'll make it work. <laughs> if I'm gonna uh, if I'm gonna buy a VP onesie, I'm gonna wear it at least more than once. So if we're gonna go to the next show, might as well go to another dirt race and just show up. Exactly. Hey, I have some extras. There you go. I I feel like the one that would fit you would fit around maybe our leg. Uh, do they make them not in children's sizes? Yeah, they can. Uh, I mean, Laner's six four, and he uh. Laner he actually fit in it really good. He was moving around pretty good in that thing. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> he, he looked like that dude from The Incredibles, the ice guy. <laughs> Frozone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was something. It was a sight to see. I definitely won't forget about it anytime soon. Sadly, it sounds like that was not a good memory that you have burned into your brain. Or did he look yeah. at, uh, when you caught me and Brad on your surveillance system trying to get into your fire suits that night? That was <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff. The, the memory of you sleeping in the bean bag came up yesterday, I think. I was like, Madison, look at this guy. Passed down on the couch and 14 that was, cans. That was one of the best <laughs> nights of sleep I've gotten in a long time. I'm still chasing that high. <laughs> yeah, Max had a fucking 12-pack stacked on your forehead. <laughs> I was just—I was very impressed, beyond impressed. I hope the beanbag is more comfy than Noah's. Noah, <laughs> I don't know if Noah's is a love sack. Well, the love sacks are really comfortable. We're uh, we're exactly a year removed from uh, you telling us very specifically not to have anyone in your apartment, <laughs> and then inviting thirty people back over to your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a story behind that. I mean, I had valid reason. So they—I don't know if I had, had like a bad neighbor. And, a neighbor so, i don't know if he just moved or what but i had a neighbor and like i wouldn't even be loud i'd be watching tv and i get a noise and so i got, got to the point where like well the first i mean when i first moved it was banquet weekend i had just about everybody back i was pumped i had my you know a decent place for the first time in my life so i'm like yeah we can all go back to my place you know my teammate jimmy phelps was there peter Britton. i mean everybody came back for the banquet we definitely weren't quiet so that's where it started. And then I, after that, I'd literally just be watching TV getting noise complaints. And finally, they're like, hey, if you get another one, it's a $1,000 fine. And this was about two weeks before you guys were going to stay. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be good. So I'm like, I, I, run, I wasn't originally supposed to be there. I'm like, hey, guys, no parties. Just like, hang out. You know, just, just don't be loud. Then, you know, we had, naturally went out and had a couple of waters. And uh, I brought thirty people back. So it <laughs> happens. Yeah, I, I do. I do recall making grilled chicken at six thirty in the morning. So that was also cool. St. Patrick's water party. Coleman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot of waters were had. Dizani, whatever. <laughs> Everything. I'm more of a Poland Spring guy myself, but that's all right. They, they make a fuck. They make a fuck of a Fiji. But so that was uh, that was one story, obviously. Uh, but can you just uh, while you're sitting next to her right now, explain uh, why you had to go back and pick up Madison at the airport? Oh my god! <laughs> she doesn't want to talk. Just, yeah, so, just throw uh, her on. Let her tell us. Yeah, Madison, you want to tell a story or you know? No, she's embarrassed. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was, this was great. Um, you know, I, so I can't bring the t-shirt trailer into Orlando, you know, cause it won't fit to the airport, whatever. 
So I left it in Daytona, figured I'll just go drop her in Orlando quick and come back and pick it up on the way. You know, hour, 20 minutes to Orlando, whatever. So you drive an hour, 20 minutes there, drop her off, say goodbye. Uh, you know, then driving back to Daytona, I'm like five minutes from picking up my T-shirt, Carolyn, and she calls. Oh, my God, I forgot to check my bag. I'm like, what do you mean? And she said, well, I, I thought you had to check it after after the security <laughs> checkpoint. I'm like, no, you check your bag and then you go through security. Like, you go through TSA after you check your bag. I don't know. So then I was like, she's still got time, whatever. She runs back to check her bag, stands in line for how long did you stand in line? 20 minutes and realizes she's in the bag drop-off line, not the check your bag line. So now... The flight is probably halfway to Connecticut at this point. So she calls me. She's like, there's no more flights now. So I drive an hour and 20 minutes back and then an hour and 20 minutes back to Daytona to get the trailer. And then we drove nine hours home and then drove uh, you know, back to Connecticut. So it was quite the quite the fiasco. My eight-hour drive turned into a uh, you know 13-hour drive by the time I got done with my errands to the airport and back. So if anybody flying for the first time, you check your bag first before she The best part is we went through security and once we were done, she just looked at me and her face was like priceless. Like she just saw it go. She's like, oh my gosh, I forgot to check my bag. I was like, what? And it was, just, it was over after that. So did you did you leave her on her own? Did you like you flew back by yourself? Well, we had both went through security and I was going back to New York. She was going back to Connecticut. So it was two different flights, but they just happened to be at the same yeah, time. Alex did. I was like, my bag's good to go. I'm going to head back home. Like, you're good to go. I followed the instructions. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Madison, what did you do on the way here? Well, I checked my bag and then I went through TSA. I was like, so what made you think that it was going to be after TSA this time? <laughs> I I, I, well, I was just thinking, I was like, she got there. She did like get she there, figured yeah. it out down there. So the the thing was like, <laughs> I don't know what she was. I don't know what she was thinking at the time. But I took her big bag and she took the small bag, but it still had all her stuff that she can't fly with in it. Because her bag, what is the rule? Like fifty pounds or whatever. Let's just say the bag was fifty pounds over fifty pounds. So she had to pay like hundred and fifty dollars to check her bag on the way here. <laughs> On the way to Florida, <laughs> so I was like, "Well, let me just save you the money, and I'll take your big bag back with me." So I, I don't know. I guess she was just thinking that she didn't have to check the little bag, but she knew she had to check. And so it is what. We'll spin it in a more positive. Just made for a pretty long day. You just wanted to spend time with you and ride home with you is is really. I nice. did. Yeah, <clears throat> I did, and I talked her into quitting her job that day. So. <laughs> There's a lot of lot of lot of uh, you know stuff happened that day for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it was a very long day in the car. My ass was numb. <laughs> your your ass muscles must be uh, pretty used to it by now, because obviously you just said you're in the car going to North Carolina. Now you're driving back and back and forth all the time. So what are you just trying to beat the snow to get down there? That okay. yeah, we were. So I gotta like in case I'm supposed to run that Atomic that series race at the end of the month, but. Um, you know, Richmond, the North uh, Tour race is the same day. So basically, like, even if we race Friday and rain out Saturday, 
it looks like rain Saturday, Gary's going to qualify the car Friday or whatever. And I'm just going to start last on Saturday. So I got to take my NASCAR drug test and do all the physicals, you know, the typical stuff that they have to do. So I have to do that this week. And, uh, you know, I was coming down early for that. The doctor sent you on to do it Wednesday, whatever. And uh, I look at the snow, we're supposed to get like a couple feet of snow. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's going to make a really nice 10-hour drive, much longer than 10 hours. So I worked today, scaled the, the dirt car, and called Mass. I was like, hey, pack your bags. We're, we're leaving. Yeah, um, it, uh, yeah. A couple weeks ago. So obviously we had the uh, fiasco of trying to get you guys on the show down in Daytona. Um, oh, yeah, Alex, Alex planned that really well. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that was just as much on us. That was a that was tough. No, don't do that. Um <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what a kiss Way to fuck all that up. That was terrible place. <laughs> no, so it was it was funny. Like uh we're standing there. We're, essentially we we're supposed to be staying where you guys were in and end up staying. So it's gonna be a hell of a lot easier to get you guys on the show. And then we were waiting for uh we essentially we we're so down in the dumps, like just rank all night Sunday, like just fuck this, whatever. Woke up Monday and we're like, well, shit, we should probably do something before, uh, you know, before the week gets too far along. And uh, plus we're supposed to record a show on Monday night. So I messaged our friend, uh, Austin beers and Tom, the modified guy. They're like, yeah, we're on the way. And uh, Austin showed up and then we were just waiting for Tom and just waiting for Tom and waiting. for. Tom. And then Alex called and was like, Hey, like you guys want to do the show. And I was like, no, nah, we're still waiting for this guy. Like then we're going to get some lunch. Then we're just like sitting at lunch after we recorded and Max just calls, goes, where are you at? I was like, cruising cafe. He goes, cruising cafe. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, like, I thought we were doing the show. I was like, no, nah, I said we were going to get lunch. And uh, yeah, so you guys had to show. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting at your hotel. Checking out that place. That place was sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there wasn't. You may find this hard to believe, but there wasn't much for options at 530 on Sunday night while, while we were uh, standing in the middle hey, I, I just want to hear more about the shower the shower <laughs> situation there was pretty sweet you ever stood on a waterbed because that's what it felt like <laughs> no it was like i don't it was gross i i um super thankful that uh the airbnb host monica was very well receptive of the fact that i put a hole in her drywall with my suitcase something <laughs> um, next, um but the shower was complete next. Uh, ass, I mean, <laughs> it happens. Believe me, all over the walls, my suitcases happens sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> on accident, but it does happen. Definitely suitcases. Only one of us threw a phone or a suitcase. I don't know, whatever. Sometimes <laughs> it just gets away from you and you back it in on entry. It's just, there's no excuse. Yeah, I mean, everybody's overdrove the corner a time or two. <laughs> everybody's overdrove. The- you win some, you lose some. You know, sometimes the wall is just better off losing the battle. <laughs> Very good point. So, so uh, you did say that you're planning on it, but can we just get confirmation? Can you just say that you are uh, 100% going to the Sizzler? Yeah, we're going. I don't know uh, who's gone right now. It's just me and Gary. So, um, if there's anybody that would love to be a you know NASCAR pit crew member, that would be uh, cool. Maybe you guys can crew the car. Please put us in. Please make <laughs> us the pit crew. <laughs> we could, I mean, dude, you guys laugh. I mean, as long as NASCAR is okay with us being fucking hammered, it doesn't even matter. It's a Stafford race. Oh, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, as long as 
as long as they're okay with a shed house on pit road i think that'll be fine <laughs> a couple shotguns <laughs> and a couple funnels yeah. we're coming in guys all right one more yeah Gary, the, si- more the sign to come to pit road is the funnel yeah. <laughs> you're sitting on top are we of- coming in this time i don't know bradley's still got one to go <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting on top of the pit box with a cooler <laughs> yeah on second thought, maybe you guys have some friends or cousins or something. Or <laughs> we're like, no, it's, we're it's like the, modern, the modern day equivalent of Days of Thunder, where except instead of pitting because we're eating ice cream, you can't pit because we're drinking beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it was a good thought. It you, would be interesting. Don't want GoPro, GoPros facing you. I, we'll we'll just have like a like a a boom coming off our heads pointed at us for the pit stops, and we're just we're gonna smell what's going on. Yeah. The car's just there, and you're just staring at it. Bobby and I, <laughs> you come no. you come down pit road. Bobby and I try to get you out and drive the car ourselves, and then you know <laughs> Brad's over there with a gas can upside down. It, it'd be a, it'd be a mess. <laughs> oh my god. Brad's trying to Brad's trying to put gas on the fucking like in the radiator or something. <laughs> the radiator. <laughs> no, no yeah. I'm standing like on pit road with the sign <laughs> just pointed towards the pit wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the stick out on the on the pit road. The pole. Antifreeze and uh, snow blend might be something. Oh, VP, have some we fucking don't even respect. Know. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think we could run that. Man. I don't think we can run that. Maybe we can. I don't know. I don't have a clue. Really. I'm talking about shotgunning beers on pit road, and you're going to assume I know what fuel you have to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one person in here probably should know what fuel we have to run, but she ain't got a clue. Yeah. No idea. Wait. No. We'll be. We'll be the pit crew, but we're all wearing the VP leotards. <laughs> leotards. Leotards. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's not what they're called. Yeah, fuck it. Onesies, whatever. No go, guys. will be pumped. I can make it into a leotard. I'll have my ass cheeks hanging out. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Can you just wear the VP bikini? If I if I have one, I have one you can wear. I like that. Would be a sight. That would put the Jack Laner memory right. (laughs) (laughs) Max just goes back to the pit stop and just full throttles himself into turn one. Yeah. A pit crew, but just BFP and bikinis. I'm sorry, boys. I can't unsee that. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. For, forever. I just drive as I drive as far as I can to North Carolina until I run out of fuel in the <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Uh, you, you just see a modify going down the road. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what I would do if I saw that. I'd probably drive right to Monaco Ford and say, "What? Well, what can you give me for trade and race?" <laughs> Whatever has the most fuel. Stafford TV just cuts to your pit crew when you pull. <laughs> no one gets out to work on the car, but Charlie's there with a VP bikini on. Fuck. <laughs> off and, shit. and I got a fucking VP leotard wrestling to go and, I, and the headset. The headset, just, oh my god, just calling the shots completely straight based on the top of the pit box, just calling the shots. 
not, a, not a single smirk, just stone face the whole time. Like that is completely okay. <laughs> you know, this sounds like a recipe for winning the feature on Sunday. If I've ever, heard I mean, yeah, the worst, I mean, it, the it worst also... part about the whole deal is like I don't, I don't think it's too far out of like the picture. Like I could actually like see Charlie doing it. <laughs> the worst part. I mean, the I mean, in all fairness, I do owe the general public me wearing something ridiculous while traveling. So, what would be better than me doing a pit stop while wearing a VP fucking you know thong or whatever? Uh, who gives a fuck? <laughs> they, hey, they say no open toed shoes on pit road. They don't say shit about open ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the unwritten. It's the unwritten rule, man. It's the unwritten rule. I, you got to find the gray area somewhere, right? And that just yeah. might be my taint. For, for, some, <laughs> for some humans at the track, it might not be an issue. Be sure they throw you right out of there. Yeah. I was just out there in a bikini, but with knee pads. <laughs> in a full helmet, full face helmet. <laughs> knee, pad, sure. knee pads, You're a, a crew helmet, and mechanics gloves. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> My God, we need. <laughs> maybe you should just make a T-shirt of that. I, you know, I think I think we can make that happen. <laughs> I, I know the graphics coop is listening right now, so I'm sure that they'll make they can make that happen for us. Uh, Charlie at a bikini, one beer, one bulge. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, my God. I, I it would it, it would have to be the quickest stop on pit road because you would just just pull in and be like nope and pull right back out. <laughs> Track position is key. No tires, no fuel. <laughs> Come down pit road. <laughs> you know the last time, the first time I ran at Stafford, I didn't even have radios. My radio went out. Like I I still feel like we could have won that race. My radio went out. So I'm, I missed my pit stop. Everybody pitted behind me, and I just came in on the next pit stop. Then I had to drive back forward, and I ended up running fourth. But if you were down there in a bikini waving me in. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll wear the bikini and just start funneling beers on top of the pit box, and that sign to fucking <laughs> bring her on down. We'll put three right sides on and let her eat. If you were down there in a bikini telling me to pit, I definitely would have pitted. Who knows if we would have won that day. As a that's gonna haunt me, and I'm not gonna be able to get any sleep tonight. Yeah, I want, I want absolutely no part of any of this, please. <laughs> well, the good thing is I can't sleep tonight because I'm driving. So, well, That's you should, you shouldn't sleep tonight. Yeah, true. <laughs> Between Jack and Charlie, you got some images that you're gonna be seeing floating around your uh, front windshield pretty soon. Yeah. yeah, when I get real tired, and start seeing stuff. It's just Jack, Jack and Charlie in VP bikinis. I hope not, man. I hope not. Yeah. There's about everything in the world I'd rather see before that. Yeah, I mean, if 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 it makes it any better, you can just be uh, driving down the road and just picture uh, our uh, our sweet IHOP lady, uh, Leah's boyfriend, and then that should scare you. Oh. Leah's, Leah's boyfriend. Dude. <laughs> Madison goes, oh, he was cute. Cute. By by cute, do we mean like like puppy or like farm animal? Like traumatizing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was was just—I don't know even what to say right now. Um, 
So we're just going to move on, I think. (laughs) (laughs) There's no right answer. There's no right answer that we could possibly say to describe that mixer. No, no. So we'll uh, we'll just get into some uh, Patreon questions real quick. Uh, Brian Hahn says, uh, "Is a fire extinguisher the weirdest thing you've ever seen thrown at a race car?" The fire extinguisher, the what? Is a fire extinguisher the weirdest thing you've ever seen thrown at a race car? Thrown at a race car? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, I've seen like somebody throw themselves at the race car. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't really work out for that kid uh, very well. Oh my gosh, I was not even referencing that. <laughs> well, we were. I was, uh, no, there was, so we were racing one time, and there's a guy named Billy Workman Jr. Um, you know, he was racing for Ron Hornet at the time, we raced UOPs. I was like 14, and he like hit me, and I spun out, and I used to have a real bad temper, and, uh, I went and hit them after the checkered real bad, like killed their car after the checkered. And Ron Hornaday, I didn't want to go back to my pit because my guys weren't back there. My dad wasn't back yet. So Ron Hornaday was chasing me around the infield. And I was just doing circles to the pits. And Ron's like chasing me, trying to like jump on the car. And I just see him like, you get real close. I just take off, <laughs> take off. And uh, yeah, that was probably the, the most crazy thing that's ever happened to me when the race car went. I don't know. I mean, I've thrown like water bottles out in my arcades trying to get a caution. <laughs> but anything. When you run in third and you need a yellow, dude, you just around like anything. <laughs> just, just, but, just throw your yeah. helmet out. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a, I've had a tire thrown at me. Uh, never a fire extinguisher. I don't know. Yeah. Helmet. Yeah. So, that's, that's a, no, I've never had a, never had a tire extinguisher. I've had Ron Hornaday, a tire, and a helmet. And uh, you threw a cat out the window while you were racing Arca because you needed the caution. Um, okay. <laughs> a cop. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, ben Ash says, in light of the controversy down at Hickory, is there a time where any of you felt like the track or race control has given you the shit end of the stick? Not enough time on this program. <laughs> yeah. That's a y'all question, ain't it? I mean, all of us. You also race cars. I don't even know what you're talking about at Hickory. I have no clue. Uh, they <laughs> told some kids they couldn't race the second half of a doubleheader because they didn't run enough laps in the first one. Is it like a tire rule? Or... Yeah. Well, they said it was a rule, but it's nobody has ever heard it or seen it written down anywhere before. Did they and run they... like one lap or did they like wreck out of it? They wrecked. On lap one, but still. So they wrecked on lap one, and then they couldn't race again. Correct. Well, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> that, that seems to be the general consensus. Wow. Yeah, you might have four bald spotted tires, but you still got to load up and go home. Well, God knocked the front clip off the car. He has a tire advantage in the second one. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and and we're yeah. talking like destroyed too. We're not talking yeah. like a fender and like coming up the field with fucking. Yeah. Your like front this. end geometry isn't even written in English anymore. But <laughs> you have nice tires, so <laughs> you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go home. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. What about Alex? When is uh, race control giving you the shit end of the stick? They never do. 
for you. They never do. They never do. I don't have that problem. Uh, Scott Fowler says, uh, what are the best pizza toppings? Dude, I've uh, I've been on like a weird kick lately. Like I hate vegetables. I hate fruit. But I've been eating pineapple on pizza lately, and it's kind of fire. I'm that guy. Big Hawaiian pizza guy. Dude, it's so good. I had it uh, in India a couple weeks ago. She was busting. Oh yeah, man. I I don't like fruit either, but I you know you you throw it in the microwave and mm, that shit tastes so good. Oh. I'm telling you, I I didn't even want to eat it, but it's all. Uh, I'm getting. I must be going slow in the low lane. I have to get over. I'm distracted driver. There's people blowing by me right now. <laughs> I told you, you need to be going 140 past cops. We need you to yeah. get pulled Playing over. on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Hawaiian pizza's been doing it for me, but <clears throat> traditionally I'm more of like a, a chicken bacon ranch guy back in my uh, my glory days. But overall, I'm trying to lay off the pizza right now. So I was about to say, uh, a couple of, a lot of bread. guys like us that go to the gym on a regular basis, we don't eat pizza anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what these guys don't get. You know, I'm kind of a gym rat now. I go to Planet Fitness and occasionally set off the lunk alarm. Uh, <laughs> It's a lot of big, heavy lifting and a lot of grunt. <laughs> I got the fastest mile at the local gym. You know what it is. You know. <laughs> I hope for one day my face is just on the wall and it's just that guy. That is that guy. No that's, name. that's that fucking guy. guy. The place that, that, that I go to legitimately has a Joey Logano cardboard cutout, so maybe I'll just replace his face with yours. With my face. Yeah. <laughs> That, and on the belt, you can just put that guy. <laughs> oh my god! That good. Alex, what are what are your pizza toppings? Chicken bacon ranch is probably okay. My... Okay. Not no pineapple. <laughs> See, the chicken bacon ranch is a hit. It's pretty much undefeated on anything. Sandwiches, pizza. Would you, Would you put the pineapple with the chicken bacon ranch? I don't know if that's a hit. I'll try it. I'll try it. I'm not. I'm not scared. By any means, am I scared? But I, uh, I, there's just something about warm, moist fruit that just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> what about your wife, Max? What's her favorite pizza? What's your favorite pizza? What's your favorite pizza? She's sleeping. Buffalo chicken. <laughs> Buffalo Big. chicken. That's big chicken family, the, the McLaughlin. Big chicken family, yeah. Uh, also, question for you. Uh, there seems to be a debate, and I've heard you say your own name wrong. Uh, is it McLaughlin or McLaughlin? So every announcer on the planet says McLaughlin. So I've kind of just gone with it, but it is McLaughlin is correct. Yeah. Can you explain to me how a GH is a K? I can't. <laughs> okay. I personally cannot, but... <laughs> Maybe my grandmother could explain it better. Next time we'll get grandma on the on the pod. She's uh, I think ninety four now, so she would definitely hop on. Um, on the show, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. She could better explain this. She could better explain this for sure. That, that's fair. Yeah, I I was saying uh, I think it was last week or the week before. I I had not realized that you did not know how to say your own name until we were at a dealership together and you were trying to get your fucking truck back that had been there for like 11 days and they hadn't even touched it yet. And I had that to teach you the inner workings of a dealership. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was ready to uh, explode at that point. 
We ended up staying down there for a few nights, extra nights. I get locked out of my own condo. Thank you, Alex. And then uh, have to sleep next to a lamp on the floor in your guys' <laughs> condo. You're welcome. And then I get to the dealership where they expect a new motor in my truck. And they're talking about the wrong truck. My truck's still in the parking lot out back. <laughs> like, dude, are you serious? Supposed to be in New York right now. I'm in Florida waiting for my truck to be done. You guys don't even know where it is. I hadn't even touched it yet. It, it wasn't even moved. <laughs> we had we ended up in the shop talking to the technician. He's like, "Yeah, I pulled the codes. It's fucked. I don't know what you want me to do about it." Yeah, <laughs> and the he service said, writer... I started it up. I started it up. It went tick 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 tick. So I shut it off and we rolled it out there. <laughs> I said, "What?" I said, "When was that?" He's like, "I don't know. About a week ago." You guys didn't. <laughs> think to like give me a call or like the 74 times i called you didn't think to tell me that a motor wasn't getting put in it or well when when we had arrived and uh had realized that your service advisor was from significantly south of uh where we were and didn't speak a whole lot of english it, it started to make a lot more sense to me yeah. uh and and realizing why your truck had been out back basically torn apart and not touched for two weeks yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, it was. Uh, uh, to say I did not leave a five star review for that Chevrolet dealership. Left an atrocious Yelp review. That was unbelievable. I've never even experienced anything like that in my life. Like it was, it was just like something you make up and you tell somebody a story. They're like, dude, come on. Like, there's no way. No, there's way. Yeah. <laughs> you had, you I think had the, the reason, like, I get it though, because we walked in. And there's like four GMCs getting new motors. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Like, I I understand now it's a common question, but these aren't black, and none of them are lifted with giant wheels or anything. So it's like, or North Carolina plates. So I don't know where they really went wrong, but um, I don't think they really care too much. So. No, I, we uh, we had a car full of people out in the parking lot waiting while this debacle was going on. And easily my favorite part was that I knew how pissed off you were. And you came back out and you were like, I'm just leaving it. And then you're like, I got to clean it out. Like, I'm just leaving it. And they're like, they're going to, I don't know, call me later or whatever. And you're, you're like, guys, want to come check out my old truck? And just like in the middle of cleaning it out, you just had to like, gave us a tour of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This used to be mine. And then I'm like, hey, should we just fire it up and run it wide open? <laughs> really send it off. I wish we did, but I didn't I didn't have the dad. Didn't you only have her for like a week? Three days. <laughs> I had that truck for three days. Yeah. I bought it on Wednesday, drove down to Florida, and it blew up on Friday. <laughs> It had three thousand miles on. Yeah, my my first brand new truck ever. I'm driving down A1A going thirty miles per hour. All of a sudden, it just shuts off and it says, uh, "Shift into neutral immediately." Like, all right, <laughs> into neutral. Next thing I know, I'm just like looking around and I'm just like, uh, "Well, the motor's off," and I'm not really sure what's going on. Um, trying to fire. And she went fire, and um, that's kind of when I knew something went south. Is it? Is it? So we ended up just getting a couple couple people to help me push it into the the fire uh, the, 
the rescue. It was like a fire rescue center. It wasn't even a fire department. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but it was something. And I don't know. And we pushed it in there, and I just said, I was so mad. I just said, I'm leaving it. I'm going to deal with it tomorrow. I'm going to IHOP. And, uh, <laughs> is yeah, it- I had to go race, dude. I was so mad. Is it needless to so, say you no longer drive a GMC pickup truck? No, I do. I still do. Still do. <laughs> yeah. I did it. I, I had like a beef for a year until like I tried everything else and like it just wasn't what I wanted. So I ended up buying another GMC and I'm just waiting for it to blow up. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a, uh, the last uh, last Patreon question that we have here that pertain to you, uh, Andy. Sippy Byron said, uh, Max, the, what is the fondest memory uh, of a race with your dad, either you or him as the driver? Oh, man. <clears throat> well, him as the driver, I was pretty young. The first I remember the first time I ever like watched the full race was at Dover. And he uh, came from the back to run second. I don't remember who won that day, but um, it was pretty cool, like, remembering being able to watch him at Dover then going back there and him helping me, uh, you know, when I raced in Dover, that was pretty cool. But definitely, you know, the one of the coolest memories was definitely winning at Watkins Glen. And I was wearing a throwback suit. And uh, we didn't even know. But in Victory Lane, they announced, uh, you know, Max McLaughlin, your winner. Um, the Watkins, I don't even remember what the sponsor of the race was. But uh, your winner, 20 years ago today, his dad won. So it was like literally the same date, 20 years ago, you know, 20 years before to the date that my dad won it. So that was uh, pretty badass. And then uh, my dad had the, the record for the fewest starts at Oswego uh, before a super modified win. And then uh, I went and beat it. So that was pretty cool, too. So n- needless to say, you uh, you McLaughlin boys don't suck at driving race cars. <laughs> what? It's uh, needless to say, you and your dad don't suck at driving race cars. It's weird. It's like... You look back at like stuff I've won and stuff he's won, and it's all like the same. It's weird, it's super weird. But um, a lot of the stuff that he's done pretty good at, I seem to do decent at. Um, you know, he was definitely a shoe, so it's definitely a lot of help having him alongside of me, especially with asphalt modified stuff. He's uh, pretty sharp with that, and he can look at what I'm doing and tell me I'm a dumbass and I'm over driving the corner and then I back it up and I go two tits better. So uh, that definitely helps me in a lot of places for sure. I helped uh I helped restore one of the super modifieds that your dad raced and all I can say after working on that car is your dad's lucky to be alive. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of those. The best is I have his first race car he ever built. He built it like ground up dirt modified. The seat is Zeus buttoned in. Wow. Four Zeus buttons hold the seat. And it's a fiberglass seat. I'm like, dude, you're like, are you stupid? <laughs> and he's like, what? What do you mean? It was easier to wash. That was an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> easier to wash. I mean, not wrong, I guess, but certainly not right. Uh, not, not wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely lucky to be here, especially you know when when my mom was pregnant with me. I could wear it wrecked, but the bush car at the time, and uh, he got out. They said, "What's your name?" Like, "Who's the president?" He answered, and my mom goes, "Do you know I'm pregnant?" And he said, 
get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not pregnant. He didn't even know. Yeah. He had no clue. Like, literally no clue. So, explains a lot. Uh, well, uh, I, I think uh, I think we're all going to be looking forward to uh, hanging out again. Sounds like it's probably going to be the Sizzler. Alex, are you going to be at the Sizzler or are you going to be doing VP shit? We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, the safe travels. Don't fall asleep at the wheel. Uh, and if you do, just make sure you flip and make it spectacular. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you uh, giving us some of your time here, answering some questions. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll have to look into getting a bikini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or not. Or not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, always fun. I'm glad my no promises on staying up because my co-pilot's really doing a fantastic job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's pretty nerd, but uh, yeah, so more checks mix for me, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, we will. Uh, we'll see you soon enough. And uh, thanks again, pal. Appreciate it. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you, boys. Bye, Alex. Bye, Max. That interview is brought to you by HomeTrack. Is your favorite streaming service or reruns of Ridiculousness starting to get old? This week's episode is brought to you by HomeTrack over on YouTube. Follow the HomeTrack crew and their adventures on and off the track as they compete full-time in the NEMA series in 2023. HomeTrack Videos offers all of the action of a New England race day, all wrapped up in a convenient YouTube video format. Head on over to youtube.com slash hometrackracing today. Be sure to subscribe and let them know that BFP sent you in the comments of their latest video. So that was fun catching up with uh, our good pal Max. I haven't laughed that much in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I love a Max, Max McLaughlin. Apparently, he's just wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I felt I felt bad that uh, Alex was just kind of sitting there um, watching, but she she was supposed to have like a little uh, uh, media deal that she's doing like to promote, and uh, she didn't really do it. So <laughs> perfect. Uh, <laughs> we tried to include her. Yeah, you know, she didn't really she didn't take the bait on uh, uh, when I asked her how much race control has given her the shaft at the racetrack then. Uh, she didn't think that was as funny as I did, but yeah, that was a pretty funny interview though. Um, definitely appreciate them coming on. Max was uh, on a drive down to North Carolina, so that was uh on the smart tour modifieds. Yeah, so that was a tough one. On where? The, uh, where did they say? Uh, no, no. I'm assuming not, North Carolina. Like, some I think, Carraway or I think it's Carraway. I think they were supposed to race last week and it rained out. <laughs> that would have been my first guess because I feel like they race at like four different. How far is Carraway from Hickory? <clears throat> yep, Cookson, you might be on like your own two Saturday. hours. You probably. might be on your own Saturday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, we do, uh, we did right before we, uh, threw it over to Max, we, we did our, uh, weapon of the week, which was actually brought to you by Scott Fowler, I think. I think Corey Roussel wanted to jump on board of Grinds My Gear, so we'll get into, uh, Grinds My Gears. Uh, w- right before we do that, though, uh, Scott did want me to mention that, uh, no one took him, which is good, but, uh, Scott's, uh, weapon of the week was Casey Roderick for his incident with Bubba Pollard, so that is a good one. Um, and, uh, without further ado, we will get into the Grinds My Gears. My Grinds My Gears is the Citizens Against Racetrack Expansion for Nashville, or CARE, I guess, if somehow you can get those, you can get that word out of uh, an acronym out of what we just said. What is it? Citizens Against Racetrack? Citizens Against Racetrack Expansion for Nashville. So it's that's Karen. That's a, that's so really they Car- so they must have worked they must have worked backwards on it's that. Carefin. They, they Carefin. came up with their their organization CARE for Nashville, and then they're like, okay, we need to work backwards and figure out how to make care work and they, see, they stretched now what 
Why? Liberals. But why, though? <clears throat> so, let's just uh, let's start with some of their bullet points. Uh, races are already extremely loud. NASCAR vehicles are the loudest cars in racing. Wrong. Wrong. False. Incorrect. Bang bangers in the pit area doing connecting <laughs> rod aerobics are the loudest. Uh, I'm going to go with drag racing. I was going to say go to an NHL. Have you heard a four-cylinder car just fucking <laughs> give it a little... That's louder than any NHRA fucking four-wide national salute races. So fucking annoying. I'd rather listen to a I just drag don't car like, why? hitting me than bang oh your motor's not running right you know they'll fix that fucking bounce it off the chip at nine grand (laughs) rev the skirt yeah for 45 minutes so so their bullet points underneath this uh this bigger bullet point was uh bristol motor speedway vice president jerry caldwell i believe he's just the president not the vice president but that's fine uh and respect on his name and the company's sound expert admitted these events will be louder than anything we experience now even with upgraded sound mitigation oh okay do you um, not want millions of dollars of uh, tourist and tax revenue? Yeah, generated? we're also talking what a, once a year, a few hours, a couple days out of the entire year. Yeah, yeah. So their their last bullet point before we go on to the next thing they said, which is just stupid. But um, sound from these races will carry further throughout the city than anything that takes place currently at the fairgrounds. Which okay, sure. That being said. They already went to the town, and I remember seeing this when Dale Jr. was posting about it. They made it, like, one of their main things, they wanted it to be very clear that instead of them doing, like, every weekend there was a race, they were going to have to cut their season down pretty significantly to be able to have two, or at least one, uh, cup weekend there. So... They were going to make out in the long run. There was going to be one weekend of the year where it was going to be louder than normal, but most and, other weekends there were going to be uh, there was not going to be any racing going on at the facility and mobbed full of hillbillies in Nashville going to every restaurant and every bar and every establishment in town because the racetrack is not that far from like actual town center. Twenty minutes, half hour, I if think, that. If I remember. Uh, spending a lot of fucking money. <clears throat> yeah, but those aren't white girls um, named. Kaylee with an IGH having their bachelorette uh, party every weekend. Well, maybe you should look at the calendar and do it a different weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. Just to uh, go off of that point, um, one of their points was uh, that there would be an overflow of tourists and partygoers. What? <laughs> In <that's>... Nashville? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> During the summer? What? <laughs> partygoers? What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, what's we cannot. Heck, I do not. What's stand next? For country this. music enthusiasts? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we just put up a Hall of Fame while we're at it? Oh, what about a big glass pyramid? What if one of those was to just show you know up? What? You know what? By all means, let's absolutely not put the NASCAR banquet there either. That would just be asinine. We no. Well, you know what? Yeah. Next yeah. thing you know, Kid Rock will be building a bar downtown. First, yeah. we allow them to do their. <laughs> what's next? Coyote Ugly in <laughs> fucking center of town. Fucking. Oh wait, all this shit already exists. Wait a minute. Fucking Aldeans has been bumping on Saturdays for decades. But down Yeah, they have fucking rather than having bang bangers bouncing off the chip, they have fucking Chaze Eliate fucking doing donuts at city center. You know what I say to these people if you have that much to bitch about and you're that invested in how shitty this is going to be potentially move to south dakota or 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 go you're gonna take our fucking land (laughs) or go the land okay that show sucks let it happen no it doesn't go for for yourself and then you can determine if it's the worst thing you've ever been to in your life so so just their their last one in montana you fuck i don't give a shit but that's pretty much i'm sure the people in south dakota that's how how irrelevant that piece of the country is which is where all the people who don't want nascar should montana south dakota idaho it's all the same there's no nascar you don't want fucking loud noise move out there yeah yeah. Uh, who's the NASCAR Weekly Series champion from fucking South Dakota? 
Actually, I think uh, Hannah Newhouse raced in like Idaho, Idaho. didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's from Idaho, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, so their last little bullet point here, which is this is my grinds, my gears, um, and this just this flows into, uh, well, this just this helps my case, I guess. Historic aspects of the original track will be paved over to allow NASCAR Sprint Cup races to be held at the fairground. Wrong. The proposal doubles the size of the grandstands to accommodate 30,000 visitors. It hasn't been called Sprint Cup in a decade. 2016? Uh, 15? Yeah. <laughs> no, who who was the first one? Kyle Busch was the first one, I think, wasn't he? Monster? Probably. Yeah. Was, or was know, it Joey? I don't know. 2018? Uh, either way, yeah. these are just some absolute darfs. Yeah, some carifins. Carifins. <laughs> yeah. Right. Carifins. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, my that's my grinds my gears. Anyone that uh, lives in the greater Nashville area that partakes in that tomfoolery and uh, doesn't want a uh, stiff uh, economic bump up and uh, is bitching about party goers coming to Nashville. And, and also the the track is like we said about twenty thirty minutes away from downtown, so close enough to boost your economy, but far enough away where I promise if you're at a bar in Nashville that weekend, you're not going to hear the race cars. No, no, it's the people that live around there, which there are a lot of houses. You, you know what? Racetrack, Actually, but... for reference, we're about I don't know forty-ish minutes from Oxford Plain Speedway, where we currently are right now. I promise, if we only go ten minutes down the road, I still can't hear the racetrack. Yeah, I do. I I will be devil's advocate. I don't know who the devil is and what he's advocating for, but um, these people have lived there. Um, before NASCAR came to town. So at least they have that leg to stand on versus the people who knowingly buy a home next to a racetrack and then bitch about it. Yeah. But it, it's those still a racetrack, though, that has race cars on it every year. Yeah, they're grasping at straws. With, I mean, a, the, with the, a huge the, event called the, the All-American 400. The worrying about party goers. like, But they're going to be louder. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be way less frequent. I've you never heard you get that animation before. <laughs> fucking buffoons. <laughs> oh, God. I just hate Karens, man. Uh, Carafins. Have Karafins, some respect. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Use their fucking white women dictionary then. Jenny and Barbara all pissed <laughs> off. They're, fucking fucking They're going to be loud. Yeah. Gladys is having an absolute uh, fucking fit Jenny right from now. the fucking block that doesn't want NASCAR in Nashville. Uh, anyone else have any grinds, Mike? I do. Uh, mine's on a much smaller scale than yours. But um, the fight videos that I referenced earlier um, yeah, featuring uh, Ashton Torgerson and... <laughs> It's uh, not that. It's not the same. Casey guy. Anthony. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Casey. Uh, oh, good, good. Gr Smith does have a mugshot. He is. Uh, he's ugly as well. Um, um, yeah. Did we even mention the fight video of Bubba Pollard and Casey Roderick? There was no fight video. Well, there was a video. Well, they were the rolling around on the ground. And, yeah. Uh, um. So, uh, more or less, the Ashton Winger and uh, Gur Smith video. Some <laughs> some lady tweeted. I don't know who this lady was. I didn't really. Uh, I didn't really read much of the details other than um, she is pissed because all of us, including me, feel attacked because I shared both the fight videos on our Twitter. Um, need to remember that these are real humans with real families and real lives. Well, don't get what? in a fist fight at the racetrack, stupid, if you don't want to be made a fool on the Internet. <laughs> but uh, uh, Freddie said it best when Noah asked him, like, why do you always talk shit about me on the show? Don't do dumb shit and people won't talk about you. Don't fight people at the racetrack when there's 4,000 cameras within 10 feet of you and you won't end up as a viral video on the internet. It only took one cell phone and there's a video of me getting in a fight with 80,000 views. Yeah. Let alone that shit. 
but, 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 but back in my day, people used to be able to fight, <laughs> and it wouldn't end up on the, the, the tweeter every fucking day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. I go on Twitter right now, and there's like a fight video from. I, I think it's just maybe I liked one video, and <laughs> Brett, now, my, now I have whole, World uh, Star is the only thing I follow. <laughs> uh, but Brad's whole TikTok uh, aneurysm or whatever it's called is uh, it's algorithm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's just fight videos. It might as well be bum fights. It might as well be aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, dude, there was like the some... video of him going on Doctor Phil. Dude, I went on. <laughs> I think Doctor Phil. Like I started uh, go, like going on Twitter more often just because it's like so it's so good for news and like you went from the NHL trade deadline, which I was all hyped about. And then now you have the NFL, like I'm waiting to see where Aaron Rodgers is going to go. It's going to pop on Twitter first. So I'm like looking, just like refreshing, like all this shit, the last like handful of days. And then like I went on today and it, my for you was literally a dude fucking tied up to a wall, getting weed whacked because he was a thief in like a, a foreign country. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I probably what got off the What kind of smut are you into? <laughs> I, that was my for you. That was Pornhub. That no, wasn't Twitter. No, no, oh, oh, no. It was a uh, dude and he was wearing clothes and I don't oh. search those videos on that <laughs> That's website. That's a hell of a way to torture someone though. It's just weed whack their shins. Yeah, it was. Uh, Give me back my money. Yeah. <laughs> it probably took like fucking two yen. Like Jesus Christ. Which is what? Like 38 cents They're or gonna something? They're going to take our fucking tea. He's like, what? Put the weed uh, whacker down. Gerald. Well, that's my grinds my gear anyway. Is this lady pissed off because people are making fun of people for fighting at racetracks on the internet? It's a tale as old as time, Barbara. <laughs> it's gonna keep on happening. <laughs> what did you TikTok? What did you say earlier? Steel trap. <laughs> I don't know. You said something. I might have. <laughs> yeah, Brad, like one. Brad's what? popping race car zins over a, here. It's, it's a, a Casella mint. Shout out Mark a, tomorrow. It's a race car. Would you, would you like a? Yeah, uh, not a not like it's a sedan. Cars. It's got four doors on it. But yeah, that, that'll happen. Yeah. Why? It may or may not cause you to hallucinate. Why is this? Uh, I'm just kidding. It won't do that. Um, say X Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little Zan bars. Um, Thirteen hours like, till I land. <laughs> <laughs> they're like Fig Newtons, but way different. After, um, uh, what? Why is yeah, my what? Why is my tongue numb? Why is my shit black? <laughs> <laughs> what is? What is your? If. <laughs> What is your grinds my gears, Charlie? Uh, we got the oh. giggles, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds funny like the, it sounds like the fucking uh, little Zanbars yeah. who just popped just to like, ground uh, your gears a little my bit. Gears. I wasn't got oil super prepared for this as I should have been, but uh, we, were, we were talking there briefly for a second. Um, oh, my gears here is spit and saliva. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? Is it peppermint? No, it's a mint, so uh, it's whatever mint is you'd it like spearmint? it to be. Is it? It's a double mint. Double. It's not like, that. No. Nah, if that was that, it'd be yeah. hard as a fucking rock in your teeth right now. Huh. Pop one of them fucking cocksuckers, and just <laughs> all of a sudden you're chewing on a pebble. Um, I, I would say that my grinds, my gears uh, happened earlier today, actually. So I, I, I have since found a new uh, uh, living, I guess, or form of employment. Uh, that Prostitution. Involves, yes. Mm. Uh, other than that. Um Involves another area of the automotive industry that is the uh, collision world, and from there, um, I I have since confirmed my affirmations that um, the general population or humans, it, it, you know, as a whole, are just fucking stupid. Um, I uh, I did have one person today. Uh, you, you know how you you wreck your car and you can you can use an app nine times out of ten to start a claim. Uh, literally tells you that this is your camera, this is the picture I need, and it does like an outline of the car. And uh, this this particular fella thought that 
he had to go somewhere for me to grab his phone and take the pictures for him and click submit on his phone um, and then go from there. And uh, most stereotypes in terms of uh, foreigners and how terrible their driving are has been confirmed, absolutely. Well, they typically make the phone, so why wouldn't they know how to use the app? Well, this guy was... um, not one of those. He, stu- he was from around here. If but stupid people are going to grind your gears, you have a lifelong yeah, uh, living just, of just changing rear ends. It's just, it's <laughs> just so much. It's just, I, I just don't understand it. Also, why are, okay, so baby shoes. Uh, we're having a kid. We, we know that, right? Baby They're shoes, you. right? Yeah, well, I am having Brad a baby. Brad and I have no part of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the shoe itself is substantially. <laughs> <laughs> is Brad knocked. That was Brad that knocked. <laughs> The, the the shoe is substantially smaller than like what you or I wear, boys, right? I, I, I wear a nice ten and a half shoe. Um why is the baby shoe that I can put on my I don't know, thumb the same price? I don't know, You're getting dude. like a tenth of the material. Oh no man, you have to take that up with big shoe. <laughs> Greedy <laughs> corporate fat cats. <laughs> Big shoe's kind of sus. Big shoe is kind of sus. That's what the kids are saying nowadays. Uh, (laughs) um, Big sneaker. One uh, little little back to racing just for a second here. Um, We did miss out on uh, Nate Barth, one of our good pals uh, on Patreon last week. He he asked a question while we were recording, and we didn't get to say it. Um, But do we have any new tracks on the list for this year? Lancaster Motorplex. Lancaster, New York. I... Is that a Flappy Bird race? Yeah. Um, Smack Tour goes there June 17th. Um, oh, that's in June, not May, right? Okay. Yeah. Want to go? Uh, no, I just was uh, <laughs> reiterating for someone that was upset that there was no Lancaster on our <laughs> <laughs> April oh, and yeah. May schedule. How, how quickly I forgot about all that. Yeah. Game. Quick little, uh, Let's before we move back onto the this, this subject. Um, so Bradley is uh, very good with the photo chops, as my dad would say. Mm. Dad, it's Photoshop, not photo chop, but whatever. Don't um, question BT2. Oh. Uh, we put out like where we're going to be in the near future. So if, if you don't see, um, June insert 17th. name of racetrack here, September, be patient. Cause that was just April and May. Um, we still got June, July, August, September, October, November, maybe December, December, December. January, <laughs> yeah. um, February, March, April, May. Like we're going to go to Wiscasset this year. I promise you mm-hmm. yeah. going to be some stops, just not any in May. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna miss out on the Coastal 200 because I will be in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a tough one, but uh, so just a just a I word, actually, just a word for the which I feel like most of the people that commented I actually, on those posts probably don't even listen to the show. I actually know for a fact I'm gonna be at Wiscasset the day before uh, the what is it the May when the fuck oh April is it tw- bad to have three Zans? <laughs> April 23rd is the first pass race at Oxford, correct? That's a Sunday. Could be. I know for a fact I'm going to be at Wiscasset the day before because I have to help Matt with Jacoby's cars. So I will be at Wiscasset in April. So I don't want to hear it. Anyway, back to Nate's question: um, Was that new racetracks like overall, or new racetracks to drive on? I think new racetracks overall. Okay. Uh, I think just Lancaster for me then. Yeah. Um. I. It's going to be hard. Uh, Although I, mean, I did get drunk last Friday and told Charlie Bucks not help him at Spud Speedway this summer. Ooh. So maybe I might go to Spud. I've always wanted to Spud. I've never Spudded. I'd like to do Spudding. I was going to say Spud. It, like I was just, just thinking about that. It's pretty much the only track that I could go to other than like Bear Ridge or like Devil's Bowl that I've never been to before in New England. I'd um, like to Manadnock. I, 
I will tell you that Monadnock is worth your time. Very um, nice little place. Yeah, you should definitely go there. Um, I have been there. I don't think that well, it's definitely not going to be a new track this year. Um, but I, I was looking at um, a man and I are kind of like ironing out the plans basically for the rest of the year because we're going to be doing a lot of working at Oxford, uh, obviously doing working at Bartlett, and uh, just trying to figure out where the fuck we're going to be on weekends um, so that we can um, both work life and work around that. Um, and so I basically left like 4th of July weekend open because uh, that's my birthday weekend. We have Bartlett that Friday, whatever. And I was like, oh, maybe like I'll take Monday off and then I'll have four days off and we'll just figure out something to do. So we tossed around the idea of going to Pittsburgh, and that's pretty much the only way that I'd be able to go to a new track. And uh, I think um, Port Royal has uh, like 10,000 oh, to win, place like looks dirt so late cool. model race or something like that on Saturday. Uh, and I think they have another race on Sunday, or maybe it's <clears> Friday, <throat> Saturday. Uh, I might be wrong. But one of the two days, um, the only new track that I'd be able to check off this year, I believe, would be uh, Port Royal. So that, that looks like the only one that is uh, loosely on the schedule. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I might go to Claremont at the end of the year. We'll see how the year goes. I've never been to Claremont. I just looked at my schedule real quick. Um, I've never raced at White Mountain or Thunder Road. Got uh, got a couple stops at each. Well, one double header at White Mountain and two, uh, well, one maybe two races at Thunder Road. So, be cool to uh, Flappy Bird on quarter miles that are way too high banked and fast for Flappy Birding. I've always wanted to race at White Mountain. That's like my f- one of my favorite tracks of all time. I think if we're talking like tracks, well, not new tracks, but like after last year, I didn't go to White Mountain at all last year. Would really like to go to White Mountain at some point this year. Um, looking pretty tough because um, really Sundays are going to be the only uh, open days. But um, hopefully we'll be able to piece together a trip there. And uh, I don't know. I got Thunder Road on the schedule during Loudon weekend. And that's pretty much the main reason why I um, ended up making that uh, Photoshop document was a couple people had asked, you know, you know we're going to Dover, you're going to the Sizzler. Um, the same weekend I was like, yeah, I'll be at the Sizzler. And then uh, I was talking to someone about, uh, about the trip to Thunder Road during Loudon weekend. They're asking if I was going to go to Stafford SRX. I was like, no, probably not going to be camping that weekend or that whole week. And so people were like, fuck, you know, like I should have asked you where you're going to be. And I was like, ah, people do ask where we're going to be quite a bit. So kind of just made that loose schedule. Obviously Charlie said that he had to stop at West Castle that we didn't get on there, but. And like, I, I wasn't on Thompson or Loudon. Those will be game time decisions, um, based on my schedule of life. In general, I'll probably go to Thompson. I don't know why well, I, I wouldn't. I, but <clears throat> I was also going to say that like nine nine times out of ten, too, we don't know, or I don't anyway, know that we're going to go until like the day before, or yeah. that week, or something like that. Because, like you said, life happens and shit opens up or closes off, and you make you make plans accordingly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm on my fourth Zan. I'm on like fucking seven. These things are pretty good. If it's thirteen times one, so that's. Ooh, That's also 13. 52 hours till I land. <laughs> what? <laughs> quick math, quick math. <laughs> Haven't you heard the song, I just popped a Zan 13 hours till I land? Well, I've had four, so four times 13 <clears> is 52. Uh, hand up, I... I uh, That'll be right about the time I'm getting on an airplane to go to Hickory this weekend, because I'm going <laughs> to Hickory this weekend with Max Cookson. Are you looking forward to it, Bob? I think it'll be fun. Uh, went to Hickory a couple years ago. Uh, Charlie, this is going to come at your expense, but Thank I'm really you. excited to uh, get a chance to go to Iron Thunder. Yeah, uh, the one night titanium that, titties. The one night that I had planned to go to Iron Thunder with Rusty, Charlie crashed, and we went and worked on his race car instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we still ended up there like two nights before that, though, or the night before, maybe. Yeah, we stayed pretty far away from. The I remember track, specifically so we didn't get a ordering to... twenty Captain and Cokes, and the lady actually did it, and I was like, "That can't be legal." And then uh, 
had them all. I remember ordering a 18-year-old alcohol and not getting in trouble for it. So that allegedly might have happened. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, looking forward to that anyway. Going to go help uh, Cookson. He had a couple guys bail out on, on the trip and uh, asked me to tag along with him. So I've never worked with Max, but I'm looking forward to it. Seems to have his shit together, so I'm sure that'll be a, yeah, a good think, one to be a part of. I think we'll uh, I'll be shocked if we don't run good. Max yeah. seems to be uh, on top of his game yeah. right now more than ever. So, And as much as we clowned on Hickory earlier in the show, uh, it is a beautiful place. It is a very historic racetrack, too. Very cool to run on and uh, cool to watch a race from. Uh, stands are uh, yeah. conducive to watching. and uh, Pro All-Star Series, uh, super late models, American-Canadian tour late models, and then mini stonks. And, a du- and it's a double header over two days. It's the St. Patrick's Day race on Friday and an Easter Bunny uh, race way too early on Saturday. Yes. So, yeah, looking forward to that. You can tune in on, uh, I believe, Racing America. So Sure can. I will be watching from the confines of the compound. Mm. So uh, before we uh, sign off here, uh, this is going to be episode 210. Uh, but, again, as we are going to remind you every week until this happens, and we're going to keep putting it up on the show posts here, uh, make sure you have April 1st blocked off on your calendars uh, for round two of racing night at the Maine Mariners on Saturday, April 1st. Come early for the block party plus car show happening at 2 p.m. and stay for the Mariners game at 6 p.m. as they host the Tulsa Oilers for the first time ever. A portion of sales from each ticket will go directly back to us at the Black Flag Podcast towards our travel and storytelling for the upcoming season. So show your support and pull those belts tight one more time as we drop the green flag on the playoff push for the main Mariners again um, that's going to be at uh, a special link dedicated to us so if you're going to get the tickets make sure you use this it's going to be fevogm.com forward slash event forward slash bfp again fevogm.com forward slash event forward slash bfp or just go to our show post on Facebook and uh, click the link. That works too. Yeah. And uh, anybody who's looking to do the double for Saturday, April 1st and April 2nd at the Thompson Icebreaker, we are going to have some uh, something worked out for you. Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> just a little like background uh, that for anyone Look that behind listens, the curtain uh, for anyone that listens weekly, obviously they've heard for the last three weeks, that same like little ad read. And then Charlie ended with the, uh, you know, like, well, and anyone that does the double goes to Thompson the next day. We'll have something planned. Well, we don't talk until we come back down here and set the microphones up. So we Pretty legitimately haven't, we haven't <laughs> planned anything. So it's like, you, you might will, get a hat. You, you will get something. You yeah. might get a pat on the butt if you're a guy. Yeah. Um, All you're going to have to do is show us your ticket from the game at Thompson on Sunday. Yes. And by the time that get happens. A, get a free shirt or a free hat or something. Well, maybe we, both. Oh, let's buy a spinny wheel. Ooh. And we'll just write in options, and you get to spin the wheel. And the only time you... three quarters of the spinning wheel is going to be nothing. blank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Actually, I think. Yeah. Um, no, there's there's only there's only one uh, no winner space. Yeah, let's just get a spinning wheel. That like has to be cheap on Amazon. Yeah, I'm gonna, I like. I'm that. gonna buy one right now. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get a spinning wheel. It'll, it'll be like a free beer, a hat. Yep. Free beer. Maybe grand prizes like a hoodie or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and if we do hoodie, we don't typically stock hoodies. That'll so be a very small a, sliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it'll still be one. But it, it, if you get a hoodie and you're a size small or medium, you might just be getting an XL. Twenty nine ninety nine on Amazon for ah. a twelve inch one. 
12 inches is fucking huge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> $214 for one that's 65 inches around. What is this? The price is right, Wheel? <laughs> How much is the one in Atlantic City? That, I want that one. Uh, there's some sweet ones. Yeah, fuck yeah. We're going to have that for sure. A big old prize wheel. I like a spinny wheel. We should, uh, yeah, we should just try, find a way to incorporate that into the actual hockey game, too. It's like, I don't know, you get. You spin the wheel and you get like you beat 10% us, off and yeah. off one item or If something. you beat us at sauce off, toss or oh. beer pong or something. Yeah. Because we'll have all the... If all you the crash your people. bike through the beer pong table. You, you get, get up, uh, a fire extinguisher. You get you. six hands, <laughs> courtesy <laughs> of us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that was episode 210. Uh, obviously, yeah, the, it was the, a funny one. The, it northern, was. It the was. northern season is uh, kicking off down south, which uh, makes sense. It's a double entendre for the kids, but... Um, it's very much, very much a, a local race here, just in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's not a single Southern guy entered for either either. No, race, that's probably so. good because they typically don't do good, unless it's like Ryan Moore, but he's typically he's kind of a Northern guy, you know. Yeah, Northern um, blood. Yeah, yeah. But <sighs> see you next or Tuesday. William Byron, I guess. But yeah, we will. Uh, we will indeed see you next Tuesday. Fucking terrific, nice man. Lip smack. <laughs> race car, race car. Here we go, race car.